finest symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Whenever you're watching this or listening to the replay of this, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who I am, I am the reporter of the people. Man with a plan, big red here to stay to talk some New York Knicks. I mean, talk some lucha libre today. We're not talking the Knicks at all. I'm just gonna let you know that there's nothing to talk about. Can't talk about baseball because there's no no baseball. Can't talk about much of anything. He said we will talk lucha libre. That's a promise. I don't know how you say uh, karate wrestling in you know in Japan, but uh, whatever the translation is, we're going to talk about that too. Pro wrestling. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you heard that voice, you heard that incredible, sexy voice. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the six-time Xbox 360 champion. The vet. He's a Rip Rogers guy. The vet. Vet, vet, vet. Rip, rip, rip Rogers guy. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, you're th- six times, six and a half time Xbox 360 Virtual Fighter Champion. Wait, that's a PlayStation game. Halo Heavyweight Champion of the World. Ladies and gentlemen, he is a Rip Rogers guy. The vet Jamie Williams. What's going on, vet? Hello there. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Always doing the right thing. I like that little gimmick here. Anyway, what's going on, man? What? What gimmick? Always do the right thing? Yeah, why not? I don't know. Is that is that a uh, the mayor from Do the Right Thing? That is the mayor. That's a soundbite from the mayor. Always do the right thing. I didn't hear that. You have that? It's it's actually in your vet intro. I I, I had the guy throw a little. Always do the right thing. Keeps coming. Oh, I never heard yeah. that. Yeah, I told him to be. Uh, what's the word? Uh, that made the beat for me. I told him to uh, just be creative. You're the vet, the veteran of the business. So, it's, so if you listen to the to the actual song that he made, there's a lot of little uh, excerpts from different movies, people saying you know stuff that of, of stuff uh, coming from a, a place of knowledge of of uh, anyway. How you doing? I'm good. Well, fuck. You Fantastic. good? Eh. I'm very good, actually. I got my uh, my 32 inch monitor. I'm gonna install here. So no more. So now, when I talk to you next week, instead of me looking down at this little laptop, I'm gonna be looking at this giant screen in front of my face. So I'll be looking right at the camera. It's gonna be incredible. Well, nice. Very excited about that. Excited about my Xbox 360. I mean, Series S. 360. Yeah, it's like you got it from a, a set, like a Goodwill or something. Shit, dude. Yo, 
I bought the Xbox 360, I think in 2006 or five, 2006. And then two years into that, I got the Red Ring of Death. And I said, never again will I ever get an Xbox. And I didn't at the PlayStation. Until. Until. Until this just past, this past week. And I got to tell you something, man. I got to play with it a bunch. And uh, it's actually really fucking good. It wasn't It wasn't as... I thought it was going to be worse than what I thought it would be. I thought eh, it's going to be like just a little better than a PlayStation 4. Oh, it's incredible. And for and for fucking three hundred bucks, bro, I'm getting the two terabyte gimmick by the way too to plug in the back because I'm gonna download so many fucking retro games. I'm excited. I'm, I'm enjoying it, and my son won't open his fucking PlayStation until summer, in July. So I can't play with that. Anywho, uh-huh. other than that, man, how you feeling? Good. Had a good week. Yes. Right, well, listen, I gotta, I gotta acknowledge you really? as as the tribal chief of the Impact Attack. I yeah. love the way you came in there. It's all right, all right. We know everybody. With I mean, that's our gimmick. We do that here. We introduce, you know, each other, and we fucking do the fucking hey, who's in the chat and all that shit. Colin tried to take it and steal it. No, 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 no. Come on, we got we got eight Impact Wrestling shows to do in a row. I appreciate you. Well, uh, yeah, so it was a case where I wasn't sure how long everything was going to take, so I figured we didn't have time to waste, and it mm. I ended up cramming uh, the entire late episode recap into the 15-minute free preview, so everybody gets a full impact episode in 15 minutes uh, who, who's sampling it on, on the free uh sites you know like the google podcasts and that's right podcasts and that's why you did it right no i just worked out that way but you know um sometimes that's how life is it just it just works out that way okay Uh, but yeah so i I rushed i rushed through it i crammed two full episode recaps and a pay-per-view uh luckily the the other two didn't have much to add anyway so uh, it was basically a one-man show. I, I, I figured Canada Spaceman would appreciate it because he sure does love his impact attack and, you know, it being a Canadian-owned company and all. That he uh, does. And well, Canada from space. Canada's so. awesome. I wonder how things are going over there. I wonder if it is, it, are it being, is there like a distraction with some war or something? I don't know. Just I ask him. Know. He'll tell you. It's like that was the biggest news and now all of a sudden. Anyway. And if we don't get to NXT quick enough, he'll start posting the results here in the chat. So he, well, we he is, he is, he is uh, no time for foolishness. I am going to silence this before we even acknowledge the chat. And I'm going to talk to you guys very seriously. I would like to just take a quick, and I'm not even joking now. Uh, you know, I have I have a couple of friends, a couple of residents that I work for that uh, are Ukrainian, and they have a lot of family and friends uh, that are there, actually there, hiding from bombs. And, and I, some of my some of the, some of the people I spoke to had lost people. Haven't heard from certain family members that are very very close. Uh, one kid uh, says his mother, his father, and his sisters are there in a bunker, and he hasn't heard from them. So I just wanted to, you know, I don't I'm not going to pray or anything like that, but if we could just one quick moment of silence for the people for the people that are suffering people who lost their lives the innocent people in Ukraine and I mean that from the bottom of my heart I just wanted to you know pay them respects 
And uh, we'll start right now. Positive thoughts, prayers, and love to the people of Ukraine, the innocent people that have lost their lives. And I, I hate to start a show like this, but it is what it is. Hey, you know what we can do? Why don't we uh, pick this up a little bit? Why don't we uh, acknowledge the chat just like I acknowledge you as our tribal chief of impact attack? There's only apparently like four people on the chat right now today. So uh, that's not what I'm seeing. I oh, see shit. a few. I'm going to see, of course, the aforementioned legend Canada Spaceman, first ballot Hall of Famer of the uh, of the uh, HMG chats. Easy. And we got Aaron Ben Shlomo. He's always good for an NXT review. Kibbles and Bits is here. Lab Rat is here. Lawrence Weaver is here. Scott Woodford is here. That's just who's showing up right now. I'm sure we'll get some of our uh, our other luminaries, such as Sonic the Hedge Rat, Elizabeth, and, and the others. Um, and Frank's pickle barrel ass. I already saw him in the chat. He's not showing up in this list, but I know he was here. You can't hide from me, Frank. I'm sorry. No, he's I see here. everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And uh, somebody asked, uh, Elaborate asked, Ved, do you think a solo does Spanish flies off the streetlights to become king of the streets? I, I think he might. I yeah. think he just might. He Obviously, does. there weren't a lot of cameras around in the streets with the streetlights, so we, we don't have the documented footage here. Right. But uh, we can we can make an educated guess. Yeah, fair enough. And um, I got to tell you, uh, first I got I got to shout out Scott Woodford because the moment this son of a bitch. And by the way, Scott, I fell asleep that night, so I didn't get back to you. <laughs> I was playing Xbox at like two two in the morning. So um, uh, Scott Woodford, and I don't mean to embarrass you, my friend, or but you know it was really fucking cool. Like homeboy sent me a uh, a code, a gift card code. And I was able to download a game on Scott on Xbox as soon as he heard. So he welcomed me into this to the Xbox family. Um, nobody with PlayStation has ever done that for me. Just saying that. What are you talking about? Did you, have you ever once sent me a friend request on PlayStation? I don't. Ha well, I don't. I don't play PlayStation Four enough. It's in my. That is Aiden's. So why would I welcome you? So you would send me a gift card. A gift card? What the? Yes. You know what? So Aaron has a question. Vet, which is worse, Impact or NXT 2.0? I asked you that before about the former NXT. I was wondering if you changed your mind now. Um, unequivocally, NXT 2.0 is worse. What? NXT 2.0 is possibly the worst wrestling show in America right now, tied with Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> And, he, and you um, pop, you pop yourself for that. Yeah, I just like because I'm I'm laughing to keep from from crying because the WWE is so terrible right it now, and bad. people still like they're they're doing anything they can to justify to themselves why they still pay attention to this shit, and it's awful. And Impact is really bad, but under our guidance at the Impact Attack, they've made several small changes yes babo that is correct he is friends with me he he reached out and i welcomed him in okay. um got it yeah and, and homeboy 88 as well he's not here right now but he's a he's a playstation friend so allegedly yeah, well i can you know uh so anyways um but yeah so impact has made steps to improve their show like from the time that i started covering impact to today they have made incremental improvements, but the improvements have been almost exclusively in the right direction. 
So even though they're not what I would recommend as an entertaining wrestling show right now, maybe one day they can be. The problem is, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around, does it make a sound? It doesn't matter if Impact is a better show than NXT. They don't have the reach and the coverage that the WWE has, so nobody's going to know. And they'll always be perceived as small time. Uh, so even if it is good, you have to go find it. And that's a turnoff for a lot of people. Well, Impact has, has been one of the best wrestling products for years now. Uh, and sometimes, you know, there's, uh, you know, it's the shits and stuff. But I remember when me and Ben were doing it, the Impact Rebellion, the Impact Attack, um, it was like fucking hot. You know, that's that's when when the Hardys were doing the Broken Universe, so on and so forth. And it was, it was fucking insane. Um, yeah, don't ugh, don't, don't the absolute rotten. Oh, stop. That's because you don't like terrible. it. It's because you don't like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, and you like it because you don't you don't have any emotional investment in the fact that that's a rib on the business, bro. Nope. So I don't. But for don't. but for those of us for those of us who took it seriously and and it matters to then yeah the the broken universe is a fucking steaming pile of shit and it ruined more than it helped. But what? continue. Once again, just being that vet, man. Just just doing what vets do. I'm gonna. I also. I'm gonna show Colin how it's really done. Great job, man. Gotta give it to the vet, guys. All right, relax. Stop it. Enough. Enough with the clapping for the vet. Stop the bullshit. Enough. Enough. Fucking believable. Whatever. I liked it. Oh. So it is what it is. It's much like uh, liking John Cena or Hulk Hogan. Some people hate John Cena. I fucking think John Cena is the greatest thing that ever happened to pro wrestling. And I mean that. <laughs> he is just fucking the best. John Cena is not the best thing to ever happen to pro John wrestling. John Cena is fucking the man. Hulk Hogan. People hate it. Hulk Hogan can't wrestle. Oh, he's fat. I remember when I was a kid. Oh, he's fat. He takes steroids. I don't give a shit. Guy was fucking awesome. He would come in a fucking ring, rip off his shirt, hit a fucking boot. Same fucking three moves every fucking match. A couple of rakes across the back. He's a good guy. He's doing that shit. People never called him out for that. Well, some people didn't call him out for that. Anywho, <clears throat> Fawn Popcorn three four one zero added me as a friend on Xbox. I'm All right, that, uh, <clears throat> whatever. So <clears throat> anyway, I do like the fact that I could connect my my controller to my phone and then play somewhere else, like the actual games on my phone. You could do that on PS on PlayStation. I. I think so. I don't know why any psycho would ever do that. Uh, why not? I'm at work. I'm on my lunch break. Take my Xbox. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna sit there and play. Like, eh, I think I can almost see it. Have you seen the yeah. size of this giant fucking phone? Psh. Huge, huge in the pants. And I could actually, if I want to, just come in here and play it on my on my laptop. I can do that too. Just saying, it's pretty sweet, dude. Anyway, right. listen. We have a ton of news to go to, so I don't want to spend the whole fucking show, uh, beginning of the show, uh, talking about Xbox, uh, which is way better than PlayStation. Uh, no, uh, yes, kidding. obviously. Just just pull a vet and uh, barrel right through it. Let's Honestly, get through these news items. All jokes aside, I love them both the same. So, And I love you, vet. Like, not well, in a gateway. but you, know. you didn't have to clarify any of that. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, we are going to also debut some, uh, some new sound bites. Yvette, when somebody does something that's just unconscionable, like just, we got this one. 
See if you this is familiar. Oh my god, what the fuck just happened? What do you mean what happened? What are you blind? Jesus! It's gonna be hopefully one of your favorite. <laughs> I totally what was that? that? What was that from? That's a, a CZW uh oh. Danzig, the interview backstage. Uh oh, Danzig wow. when he got attacked. You know, that's the famous. Never seen that. You never seen that? No. Bro, I'm gonna play it here for you live after we do the news. But um it is Oh no, hold on. Fuck the news. Just just we we let's, let's get through I the just, news. I could it's just great. Often, fuck the news. I could just skip a couple of news <laughs> stories that don't that aren't important. The Danzig thing is way better for you to, to a live reaction to the Danzig CZW fucking gimmick. Well, it ain't gonna but, get better than that soundbite. Bro, it gets fucking incredible. Danzig Jesus. That's what I type. And it's G is Jesus with a G. <laughs> is right. it Danzig? Yeah, hold on. C Z W. Let's see. I should be able to find it here. Yep. Right away. Here we go. I'm gonna share the screen with you. It's only a minute long, so that's why it's not super crazy. Here we go. This is uh for the first time, ladies and gentlemen. The vet will be uh checking out the Danzig Jesus gimmick. Kids love reaction videos. They do. Oh, I might want to put this up. Hold on. All right. Tell me if you can hear it. Okay, right, here we go. This is Robbie Marino, CZW with Zandig. Oh, my God. What the fuck just happened? What do you mean what happened? What are you, blind? Jesus. There was five of them. It took five of them. Justice Payne. Oh, hate club. Oh, the hate club's dead. Nick Gage. Nate Hatred. Who do you think you are? Nobody does this to Zandig. Nobody does this to the white beater. Zandig, white beater, Nick Mondo. We are the most ultraviolet force on the face of the earth. Oh, my. Oh. Yo, you're going to die. You are going to die. I guarantee it. I am going to kill you. Um. Stole. You people have not seen anything. This is just the start of fake you TV. I am the ultraviolet icon. This is Robbie Marino. This is CZW, the most violent federation on the face of the earth. You just wait and see how far we're going to go. I'm out of here. <sighs> What'd you think of that, Vet? You ever just think about how, like, a guy will show up at a building with his bag and he'll change into a pair of tiny underwear and put, like, wrist tape on and lace up boots and maybe some baby oil and get his hair wet and then just go out and willingly hit each other with light tubes? Sure. Now that's wrestling. Is it? Now that is wrestling. Speaking of wrestling, my friend, did you enjoy that, by the way? There aren't words. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time, not for the one, not for the two. It's going to be about a 12 count right here on your Next Level Wrestling Review. This is the three count. With today's biggest stories in pro wrestling, world news, pop culture, sports, and more. And now, back to Big Ray and the Vet. 
New details on the arrest of ultimate fighting star Cain Velasquez. We may now know the motive to yesterday's shooting. NBC Bay Area has dug into court records and spoken to numerous sources close to the investigation and to the family who all say the same thing. Velasquez may have been targeting a man suspected of abusing a family member. Damien Trujillo is outside the courthouse in San Jose with the story you'll see only on NBC Bay Area. We spent the entire day poring over documents here in civil court and over at the Hall of Justice. And the information we obtained may help explain why one man is in a hospital with a gunshot wound and Cain Velasquez is sitting in a jail cell. San Jose police released this booking photo of Cain Velasquez, a star mixed martial arts fighter and one-time WWE wrestler. He's accused of attempted murder. Police say he was involved in a shooting in South San Jose that left one person with non-life-threatening injuries. Friends at the gym where Velasquez trains and coaches are stunned. All right, I'm not going to go into all the uh, he's a great guy type of shit. So did you hear about this story? I just heard the very basics. Not much it, more than what was covered, or way less than what was covered even in that little soundbite. What did you hear about it? Just that he was in jail, or he was arrested for a shooting, in connection to a shooting. Right. Allegedly, one of his kids, or something like that, uh, got uh, abused. They're not saying how he was abu- how she was abused, um, whether it was physical, whether it was, well, I mean, sexual, or, you know, physical, like somebody beat her, or something like that. Uh, I think from what from what all the rumor mills are saying, uh, MMA Vine and all that stuff is saying that um, it was uh, some type of s- sexual assault, basically. And Cain Velasquez lost his mind. Uh, my question to you, my friend, is so he shot the guy in the shoulder. Um, it was, uh, you know, it just went straight through. The guy didn't die. It uh, wasn't life-threatening. And he went after that person and that person's father. Now, when you're a former MMA Fuck MMA. When you're a former UFC, which is like the top of the food chain, it's like the best of the best. You know, um, this is not the old days where you had Dream and you had all these other great MMA promotions. UFC is undisputed the best right now. And Bellator is right behind. I love Bellator. But when you're a former heavyweight champion in that sport, um, why do you need a gun? Mm, Well, you don't. Mm Mm-hmm. But if everything is true the way people are saying, I mean, that's just how mad he got. I mean, that's that's really a shame, dude. And I'm sorry for what happened. If you know what allegedly happened to his to to his daughter or whatever. Um, but my God, man, like you're literally just throwing your life away now at this point. And uh, it's funny how they mentioned that he was a one-time WWE wrestler. Was he really? Did he actually wrestle? Yeah, literally one time. That's it, right? Yeah, he got in there with Brock at one of the Saudi shows, I believe. I wonder if Vince is going to be hot that they that they that they kind of threw in in a one time WWE superstar under Vince McMahon. Yes, yeah, it's another thing to blame them for. Jesus Christ, um, that's a huge story coming out. Uh, so, do you know anything about the legal system? Uh, how long do you think uh, do you think there's any chance that he would be able to get off? Um, temporary insanity or whatever the fuck they would call it and if he gets uh if he if he actually gets uh what's the word uh thrown in jail how long do you think he'll do i don't know i don't know anything about that i certainly wouldn't want to comment with the very few details that i do have Uh, i don't trust the details that i get from news media right 
Um, I just you don't. I just let I just let things shake out as they do. I don't have th none of this coming across my desk is anything that I have to be active about. So I don't need to form an opinion on it. Um, and I, I certainly don't. Uh, I don't shame public figures about stuff that I'm not sure about. So I don't know. Um, but <sighs> I. You, even if even if it comes to taking revenge, and no matter how mad you are, if you're gonna take vigilante justice in your own hands, you still got to be smart about it. So, Agreed. that's all I can. That's the only thing I can say for sure. And the thing is also like I mean, even if Cain Velasquez got angry to a point that he attacked this person, he's a professional fighter, and as far as I know, you know, a professional fighter, your hands are weapons. Like it's legit. You know, uh, you know, the old saying, my hands are registered as lethal weapons. Well, that's a fact when you're a professional fighter, you're a professional person at hurting people. So you you can't get into regular, you know, not many of those guys can get into regular street fights and not not get in trouble. Just well, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll t uh -huh. I, I will say this, though, just as a as a hypothetical. Now, if you are a trained fighter and a story gets out that a family member of yours was abused and you go over to the person's house and break their arms and legs, you're going to be the hero in the situation. Yeah. If you bring the gun to the place, you still might be the hero, but it, you know, some people may take a little more convincing for that. Kibbles a bit so. uh, chimes in. He says it's California, uh, and our legal system isn't always the best with certain cases. I don't expect them to take uh, mercy on him. Kane did nothing wrong, in my opinion. And here's the thing, man. I can't put I can't put myself in Cain Velasquez's shoes, but I will say that God forbid, and I say this, God, don't test me on this one. But if anybody hurt my son, I don't know what the fuck I would do. You've seen those court cases where you have the dads, you know, whose daughters have been murdered or raped or something like that, and they just fucking lose it in the fucking courtrooms and just go right after, you know, uh the person sitting there smirking at them, even if they're not, you know. Uh so my heart goes out to Kane, man. I know it sounds crazy, and uh, I'm I'm kind of on Kibbles and Bits' side here, man. I, I don't I don't blame the guy, bro. I mean, depending on what exactly happened, I mean, you know, like you said, that it's only fair that uh, we get all the information, and even when we get all the information, there's no telling that the information we're getting is legit. So it is what it is. Well, if you're if you're you know. If you've got a good enough legal team. Yeah, no doubt. So, you know, Cain Velasquez, you know, he's made some money. You know, hopefully, you know, he can do it. And, yes, I think he has been wrestling. I saw uh, a thing. He had multiple matches in AAA, right? I think, yeah, Conan's been using him. Right. They should have just said and former pro and, and MMA superstar and, and pro wrestler. But they had to had fucking put in that. No one knows anything else. Fair enough. You, you sure they, they, they said AEW? You, you sure that mostly no? And he works for A. Like like. Well, they want to make sure. They want to make definitely sure. He did show up on AEW, didn't he? Did he show up one time? I don't know, but around the time when Tyson was there and stuff. When Tyson was sitting there yawning. Yeah. Yeah, boy, this shit really fucking sucks. <laughs> it's so fucking boring. I can't believe I'm sitting here watching this. And he have Vince's number. <laughs> My Mike Tyson, folks. Hold on. Sound more like Woody Allen, but it's a start. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you. Anyway. Um, so anyway, you have any closing thoughts on that? Because we have a, a litany of injuries in the pro wrestling world. Let's get into it. All right. So we got a WWE Hall of Famer. Scott Hall is currently hospitalized with a broken hip. Uh, Hall, mm-hmm. age 63, suffered a fall and broke his hip, according to PW Insider, uh, via uh, Jerry Jarrett on Facebook. And it says, quote, just <laughs> listen to that sentence you just said. Jerry Jarrett's on Facebook telling us Scott Hall broke his hip. Shouldn't we be worried about Jerry Jarrett's hip? Oh, it's Jerry Jarrett. Well, yeah. But did Jerry Jarrett have a... How? What? Is that how he talks? You never heard Jerry Jarrett talk before? I don't I don't fucking I know Jeff Jarrett. J A double what is it? J E Howdy folks. Double J here. Double J here. Uh so it says uh and I quote, just got off the phone with my friend Scott Hall. He fell and broke his hip and he's in the hospital. Prayers will help him recover. End quote. So uh Godspeed to uh to Scott Hall. Um, also, did you hear about uh, Randy Orton this past week on Raw? No. WWE forced to call an audible during the Raw main event. Uh, Randy Orton, uh, I'm, I'm reading this verbatim from Ringside News. Uh, Randy Orton has been uh, with the WWE for 20 years. Uh, Orton, a 14-time champion and future Hall of Famer. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, according to Fightful Select and my very good friend that works there, uh, <laughs> Orton took a rough frog splash from Montez Ford on the from the Street Profits. The former WWE champion was clearly in pain, and the participants had to quickly resort to the finish due to uh, they had to you know go straight to the finish due to the his condition. And then there's a quote here: "It says uh, we're told that Randy Orton and Riddle were originally slated to win the match with a series of RKO's, but because of Orton's condition at the time, it didn't happen." As we mentioned, and then uh, this is Ringside News, as Ringside News mentioned uh, on the post-show uh, review last night, whatever the fuck, initials, uh, initial indications were that uh, it was just a stinger or a tweak. Okay. How do you get a stinger from somebody frog splashing you? I, I, I uh, can see. Well, all right, so I was going to ask you, but say what you're going to say. I was going to ask you something. Well, I just, I just wanted to note that as I was watching the match, it seemed very weird. But I didn't think anything of it because I don't really follow up on this stuff. So what I what I ended up seeing was like Randy Orton took a frog splash and then laid down for it, and then everybody kind of came in and uh, like it, it. It almost seemed like it was planned, um, but it just felt a little bit awkward. But then I didn't think anything of it. But now hearing that he was hurt, it kind of made sense. It probably wasn't there. Probably wasn't even time to call an audible. He probably he probably just. Uh, you know, just didn't kick out. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, have you ever had your the wind, like, totally knocked out of you from a splash or a power by anything? I got to look up a story. Um, yeah. Yeah, a few times. Because there, there would always be guys coming in that were, like, ex-football players or something or, you know, just one of those, hey, you're big, you should be a wrestler type guy. So they try it out and then... Like they'd slam me or something, and they don't know what they're doing. That's, uh, probably, what it, that's probably what it was with Randy, right? He probably just because Montez Montez Ford, you've seen him hit the frog splash, correct? Yeah, and uh, he's pretty stiff with it at times. Yeah, so that's probably what happened. Uh, hopefully, yeah. he didn't you know, have a broken rib or anything like that. You know, God forbid. But uh, you know, hey, Randy Orton's been in the business for what twenty years? God damn, we're old. 
I remember when he first came up with he had the, the baggy jeans and the fucking tight uh, shirt with the stupid silver chain and I think he was wearing clogs. Randy Orton got over with me when he did the thing where uh, he was updating us on his injury progress. You remember that? I do remember when he like had when the he sling. had his arm in a sling and yes. like like he he like he was doing like a meet and greet and some little kid shook his hand and he sold it like that's when Randy Orton got over with me. Scott Scott Woodford. Jeff Jarrett is my favorite wrestler of all time. Would you stop? Would you hit the grill of monsoon on Scott Woodford, please? All right, hold on one second. I gotta. I'm coming out of this story. Um, and while I do that, uh, I just want you guys to know that... Uh, oh, here it is. Will you stop? I didn't have that queued up, sorry. Let me do it again. Will you stop? Is Jeff Jarrett really your favorite? Jeff Jarrett is no one's favorite wrestler. Will you stop? He's my favorite wrestler. Oh, no, he's not. Oh. <laughs> Come on. So, and and uh, I have no problem with Jeff Jarrett, but let's let's just be realistic here. It's called a spade of spades, right? I'm, I'm sure his father would agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for some reason, when I thought of Jerry Jarrett, I pictured Bullet Bob Armstrong as his dad. I don't know why. No, it, who does no, he I, look more like? I know who Jerry Jarrett is with the glasses. And, no, wait, does he have glasses too? I think so. It's, it's kind of like it's kind of like if, a little bit like if JJ Dillon really let himself go. Yes, a fat JJ Dillon. That's perfect. Well, JJ Dillon has let himself go, but he's old. He's earned that. So, I mean, he's not terrible. He's not like you know Joel Gertner, sir, circa nineteen ninety four. Even though Joel looks fantastic, bro. Have you seen Joel recently? Not recently. Is he still very shiny? Uh, he's always very shiny. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, str- I struck a little bit of a friendship with the dude when we met at a fucking wrestling convention and we stayed cool. And he lost a ton of weight just eating right and exercising. And I think he's a, is he on yeah he's on Instagram. Check him out, bro. He's uh, still wears the fucking neck gimmick. I mean, that's the longest. Oh, of course, he's got to. I mean, for safety. For safety. Because sure, his neck might be healed now, but like just to be sure you don't turn too quickly to the left or right or anything. So what's our next news item? Oh. And in the last uh, bit of injury update here, uh, this is, has to do with NXT 2.0, and, and we can mention this now and then talk about it, where it might have happened later. Mm-hmm. I can move this fucking microphone right out of my goddamn mouth. Uh, WWE NXT superstar stretchered away from the ring tonight, well, which would be last night. Uh, tonight's show, or last night's show, saw uh, Amari Miller lose to Lash Legend, which I would hit. Um, my penis, uh, via via pinfall. The match uh, included a few instances of sloppy offense, which is fucking true. Until Miller hit a moonsault for a close two. Anyway, I'm not gonna read all this shit. She was stretchered out in front of the crowd, and apparently she confirmed she had a fucking concussion. Now we gotta fucking find out where in this match she got the concussion. Do you have any idea? Maybe taking the big boot, or uh, no, no but. No, but here's the thing. I'm not saying necessarily 100% in this case, but NXT and their injury reports have been known to be kayfabe in the past. Yeah, but where would this fit in in the kayfabe landscape? I'm just saying, like, there will be things that happen on the show, and then they'll put out a kayfabe injury report, like, oh, so-and-so suffered this, or this, this, and it's not real. It's It's just part of the show. They used to do that. I don't know if they're still doing that. 
wrestling stinks now. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I guess it's just the same thing as what you're saying, like what they did with uh, Bobby Lashley, where he had a shoulder injury and then they said mm-hmm. that he had a concussion. Okay. Yeah. All right. I guess that's a way of. of but this is, I mean, this is NXT under new management, so maybe they just, they're like, we're not doing that. But yeah, it used to, they used to like report on injuries, even though they weren't right. shoot injuries. And it was just, I don't know, to make wrestling seem more realistic or wrestlers seem tough or I don't know. I don't know what the, I mean, wrestling the reason tough. was they did it. Yeah. but Some of the toughest guys like Taz are in the business. It's fucking tough. Not as tough as the sun, but... You could beat up Taz, right? Who, me? Yeah, I think you can. I'm not afraid of Taz, if that's what you're asking. Oh. But again, I am afraid of his son. I wouldn't want... Wouldn't want to try Hook. I want to see a match between Taz and his stupid little kid versus Rick Steiner and Rick Steiner Jr. Who do you think will win that fight? For real, That's why we make the matches, right? Oh, stop it. That's why we make the matches. You know what, Will you stop? Oh. Fuck out of here with that, bro. Anyway, um, Jeff Hardy is going to make his AEW debut soon. Do you care? No. You sure? Because he's Jeff fucking Hardy. Uh, my <clears throat> disdain for Jeff Hardy is well documented okay. across several platforms. Fair enough. Brandy Rhodes. Uh, Brandy Rhodes, uh, she is uh, file files trademarks for two familiar names. So she has a cooking theme show called uh, Shot of Brandy. Have you ever uh, watched this show? Anybody in, in watch the show? <laughs> she you know, does no. not have a show. Rhodes, is it a YouTube show or something? It is a YouTube show. Okay, then that makes sense. So Anybody you, you, can have that. You subscribe, right? You have a cooking show. No, I was, but I have this this show's on YouTube right oh. here. Just saying. Why don't you have a I was making show? a joke about how anybody can do this, Ray, and and I, I guess it just went right over that smooth well, head of yours. But I'm just I, I did just shave last night. It looks nice. Very it's glistening. already coming in though. Looks like Joel Gertner. It's coming in already. You can see it come in. <laughs> Get that five o'clock head. I have a five. You ever got some five o'clock head? But hey, 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 oh, so um. Yeah, I basically had this young lady uh, offer uh, to fuck me yesterday at work. It was crazy. Anyway, so, um, and I said, no. So my wife. Was it Brandy Rhodes? No. 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 It came out of the left field. I'm fat and I'm old, but apparently she likes old guys. Older guys, she says. And I had to shut that down. Shut that down like a, like a small shoot clown. I don't know. So Brandy Rhodes has filed for. So she filed two two uh two uh, copyrights. Uh, one uh, a YouTube cooking talk uh, talk show, shot of Brandy. So you sure you've never seen the show? I'm sure. I didn't know yeah. it existed. I really didn't. She's was also... this was this part of the uh, heels package for the ladies? Uh, I think so. That signed up at AEW for fifty dollars a year or whatever it was. I think so. And 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 along, I think if I'm correct, along with that. With that YouTube branding, she also uh, gets a free case of uh, Whoa, baby! So, right. you know, it's pretty impressive. But she also filed, now get this, for the name Brandy Rhodes. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I don't have that. How do I not have that fucking thing? Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. 
Ah, you can find something better. That's kind of played. Dude, that song that Colin plays for breaking news, I want to fucking punch him in the face for the planet. You know what I'm saying? It's like this is like a rejected ICP track. Oh my god, that is it starts off really fucking I'm like, oh my god. I'm on the train. I just want to punch homeless babies in the face. Homeless babies? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they're smoking crack in the trains too, bro. It's crazy. That is crazy. You you not have as crazy that. not as crazy as Brandy Rhodes with the <laughs> these trademarks <laughs> you you have seen that dave chabelle special right where he tries to buy a uh, weed off a baby in the street yeah yeah i got kids to feed yeah yeah well that's what i see every day in the train here in the mta all right let me see what lab rat has to say about brandy here lab rat jumps in and he says brandy will end up not finishing anything she starts just look at her AEW. she does seem and and i do agree with you uh uh frank spiegelberg as brandy does have a great ass um i do agree that she looks like the type of person, from what I've seen, like one of those people that are, they, they just dip their hand into several different fucking things and they never finish it. Have you heard anything? Uh, when's the last time you heard about, uh, whoa, baby, at all recently? Have you had a glass of, whoa, baby? I'm just well, I'm not a, I'm not a pregnant woman, so I shouldn't need one. Do you fucking need to be pregnant to drink? I thought it was Whoa, the whole baby. point of it. Oh, I thought the whole point of it was that uh, women who are pregnant could have a non-alcoholic wine to drink. The whole point of it was to make this wine for her to drink while she was pregnant. And the company's done after she gave birth. Well, well, yeah, but still, <laughs> that's as that's as far into it as I looked. Oh, Jesus, I don't know, Brandy. Brandy, what you gonna do, brother? I don't know. Well, you know what name that uh, that she doesn't need to trademark is Eden Styles. Ooh, they know. I, I you just threw me for a loop there. You don't know. You don't know about that Eden Styles. Who's Eden Styles? I think you know who Eden. No, Styles. I really fucking have no. On my son's life, I have no idea who Eden Styles is. Is this a porn star? I don't know. Is Brandy Rhodes a porn star? No. Is that one of her other ventures that that's what they used to call her in WWE when she was a ring announcer? I got a question for you. If a sex tape came out with Brandy and Cody, would you watch? Be honest. No. Did you just say yes, like answering for me before you before I even got a chance? I would listen, but the volume has to be all the way down and it, and I would have to have American Dream playing in the background. And I would start it right when Upon insertion. He's just a common man. Working hard with his hands. Not a chance. No. (laughs) But yes, right? You will watch? No. If Colin Wysong had a sex tape. Absolutely not. Okay. Just. All righty. It may surprise you, Ray. I have never watched a sex tape. Oh, really? Ever? Right. Like any, any, like the none of those it, famous ones that wow. got leaked. Yeah, leaked. Not the, not the Pam and Tommy. Not the uh, Kim and Ray J. Not the, not the um, Paige and the dudes. Oh, wow, you just gave me a fucking 
idea for next week's top five for the ridiculous top five podcast. sex tapes tops fives leaked sex tapes all right that is incredible what do you think there chat you think that's fun by the way i just got to put out there ladies and gentlemen real quick um don't forget guys join us for the ridiculously random podcast uh it's going to be on uh tonight at 10 30 uh right here join ray big ray and colin and email us at your random pod at gmail.com and we are going to do it's kind of a deep top five maybe a little bit of a serious uh more serious conversation top five things we would change top five like of our biggest regrets that's pretty deep dude so you know it'll be interesting to hear from you guys like what are some of your biggest regrets and if you tell me you don't have five regrets in life then and they don't have to be big deals you know like oh i wish i would have bought a nintendo back in 1986 you know that's that's a regret doesn't have to be you know it could be in your top five maybe you had a, a great life maybe that's one of the worst things that ever happened to you oh gee i wish i would have uh, you know not uh, turned my pants uh, backwards and dressed like crisscross in high school you know that's possible too that's a regret right that it can be. Uh, I think. Uh, I think there could actually be some crossover between watching sex tapes and the regrets episode. Possibly. Hey, put, I have a regret. A regret that I just fucking remember right now, and it has to do with a sex tape. That will be in one of my top five. So tune in tonight live. Anyway, is, is no, Gawker involved in that regret? Not at all. I'm not that famous. Okay. Vince, Mc, Vince McMahon and Oliver Lux trial. Set for July 11th, Vince McMahon's revival of the XFL did not go, did not work out all well. The league's former commissioner, Oliver Lux, sued McMahon over his firing just before the. I'm sorry, I, this is fantastic. Just before the XFL folded, blah, 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 blah. So it's just uh, an update stating that uh, Vince McMahon is going to court. You think uh, Oliver Lux has a shot in hell? No hmm. chance in hell. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Who follows this closely enough to even have an intelligent answer to that question? I don't know. I don't know. But I'll tell you what. Uh, Monday Night Raw draws one of its lowest and weakest, uh, you know, uh, ratings at one point seven five. Yeah, I'm surprised that's, it was that high. That's pretty. So here's the funny thing. I wanted to tell you about this. So I never watch wrestling. I'm never home Mondays. I'm usually working. But I had two doctor's appointments, and plus my Xbox was here. So <laughs> I kind of took a day off, you know what I mean? But uh, I, I was running around, and I didn't get a chance to play much. But um, my wife comes home, and it was like 8.15, and there was really nothing on TV, and everything was like, war, 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 death, death, coronavirus. And I was like, you might if I watch wrestling. Biggest fucking mistake in my goddamn life. So my wife sits down, and it's so funny. Whenever she sits down with me, she always comes in at the worst possible, you know, times. They so always will. If you ever watch wrestling with a non-wrestling fan, bro, she came in during the during uh, the tag team ladies match, which was the shits. She's like, "Who's that tall lesbian woman? You know, the, the, what's that girl with the, the blonde hair, the big tall WWE with the black lipstick?" Rhea Ripley. Yeah. That girl, don't and you disparage Rhea that way? She's like, "Why is this girl dressed like a fucking superhero?" I'm like, "Oh God, this is the worst." And then it got worse because as my wife is sitting there, she goes, "This is so stupid." And I'm like, "I'm looking at her like, uh, uh-huh, maybe the next match will be great or whatever." And the next segment was uh, Tamina Snuka oh. um, making out with uh, One Hung Low. 
I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, I can't. And she's like, I'm going to take a bath. <laughs> I was like... I want you all to think about that. Anybody who saw that episode of Monday Night Raw and you, you watched that segment with, uh, like you said, Tamina Snuka and Tazawa, but more importantly, Reggie and Dana Brooke. Oh, so terrible. Man. I want you to realize as you watch that and as you think about it and as you throw up in your mouth and try to choke it back down, I want you to know that that is what the WWE thinks of you. That's what they think of you, that they offer that to you. On a plate, a silver plate. Pleasure. Always remember that. Always remember that. If you even think about liking Brock in a cowboy hat, just remember that this is what the WWE thinks of you. Whoa, they whoa, think whoa. you're mentally handicapped. Brock in a cowboy hat is over. You know what I was thinking, Ray? What's up, buddy? Why is, why is Brock not an NXT 2.0? All of a sudden, after after 20 years, he's the most happy-go-lucky cowboy character that's ever lived. Out of nowhere, for no reason. Happy Except Brock out of nowhere. The, the reason, I think, uh, is because they think they just can't have a big WrestleMania match unless somebody's clearly a babyface and somebody's clearly a heel. And they're in Texas, so Brock has to be a cowboy now. Uh, and he has to love everybody. And he has to go on Pat McAfee and have a personality. Like, they're all doing this because they're desperate to sell out those stadiums because they can't fucking do it because they know their show's the shits. You think so? So, I know so. And oh. so Brock so Brock Lesnar all of a sudden is, is acting like this when he's not like this. Uh, and everybody's talking about how much they enjoy it. And um, I'm not buying it for a second. He's working, everybody. Yes. Brock Lesnar has gone publicly several times over many years, almost a whole, more than a decade, saying that he doesn't like people. Yeah. So he's like either people. lying then or he's yeah. lying now. But way, it's much working. more likely it's much more likely that the thing that came up out of nowhere is the thing that's not true. Babo says this is the first time in his career I've been a Brock fan. Well just when you as you say that, remember uh Reggie and Dana Brooke from Monday. Okay, as you say that. And um terrible. terrible. Yeah. And and then that interview with Pat McAfee too, like I didn't listen to it, but like I, I heard I heard a little bit of it, and you know, like the part where they're saying, like, where he's saying, like, uh, these young guys got to step up, you know, make money. Um, excuse me, fucking duh. What do you think? You think nobody knows that? Oh, oh, that's what I got to do, Brock, to make it in this business? I got to step up? You know, they can't step up when your fucking ass is in the way blocking everybody taking up the entire payroll to show up like five times a year. How do, how do you expect anybody to get over and how do you expect the company to want to get behind anybody when they're putting all their money into you and your cowboy hat? Mm. Josh wants to know how Brock, uh, how does Brock keep everything kayfabe? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> you, mean, you mean, why doesn't, why hasn't the Sable sex tape leaked? Is that what you mean? Ugh. Oh God. Imagine that. It's like a polar bear raping a penguin. Except not as sexy as that sounds. That sounds hot. I'm just saying. You know, one time I had a boy, my boy Brian Shea. He looked like a polar bear. He's like 6'4". He was like 250. Just a big, burly dude. And uh, he's wearing a lot of plaid shirts. We're talking about like the, you know, the late 90s where everybody wore plaid, you know, with long, uh, what, were the, what, was, uh, what do you call those long sleeves that keep you warm? This thin... Thermal? Th like a thermal shirt, you know? Some some baggy Carl Kanai jeans. He was... Uh, 
he was a white Irish guy, but he was born and raised in, in the co-op city in the Bronx. So he'd be talking like this, yo, yo, what's good, yo? And that's the way he spoke. And we went to a we went to a bachelor bachelor party, and uh, the the young ladies that were strippers uh, were offering a, a fellatio and intercourse for uh, for money. And uh, I had opened the door. I thought it was the bathroom, and I saw Brian Shea with this poor little thing face down into a pillow, and he's pounding away with his pink penis. And I, it looked like a polar bear rope raping a penguin, and that's what I think Brock and us uh, and Table would be like. That that by the way, that picture of my friend, bucket naked, banging this little uh, Hispanic chick, would never leave my mind. Top five regrets. That's probably a top five regret that I didn't open the right door. I opened the left door because it was two doors right next to each other. They both look the same. Well, it's uh, if it's not the right door, it's the wrong door. <sighs> right Twix, left Twix. All right. So, um, hey, I got something for you. Speaking about sexy, you think Kira Hogan's sexy? Um, I mean, I. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> sexy, not really. She's pretty. She's and she has a donk, but something about her is not quite sexy. Cute, maybe. How about Kira Hogan and Diamante eating out each other's boxes on uh, on a fan OnlyFans? How would you like is that? that? Leaked? <laughs> a leaked, a leaked, purchased uh, video. It is announced uh, the former two-time Impact Knockouts Tag Team Champion recently took to Twitter to share a teaser. Latest photo with uh, her partner in life, uh, Diamante. She also announced that they uh, they're going to have a joint OnlyFans. It will be coming soon. So who here wants to see Kira Hogan and uh, Diamante from LAX uh, just licking each other's titties? Someone. OnlyFans they may not means, own up to it, but they want to. I mean, OnlyFans means they're going to be like doing stuff that. Only fans can see, right? That pay for, right? Well, it's right. always up to the person. Like you can get as pornographic on OnlyFans as you want. Some people sign up to OnlyFans hoping for pornography, only to find out that the person is not willing to go that far. Oh, you know what I mean. So it's up to the person. But if they're if they're going to be doing that, um, good for them, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? Like let's let's just let's just do that. When you can't cut it with your skills, turn to porn. That's the lesson I've learned from OnlyFans existing. Stiff, stiff, stiff vet. Um, you want to hear something fucking stiff? Chavo Guerrero. Did you hear about this? Um, I saw a little something about it, but uh, please go into detail. Okay. So basically, uh, it was like a whole Twitter thing where they they tweeted that Chavo Guerrero was a uh, not working with AEW anymore. And he tweets out, that's news to me. This is the first tweet. He he tweet, apologize, he dove, and then he repeated because he retweeted something different. He tweets out, uh, that's news to me. Guess having at Tony Khan. So he tags Tony Khan. He at, uh, let, me, let me read it again. Uh, that's news to me. I, I guess having uh, Tony Khan tell me to go film Young Rock Season 2 and my job will be waiting for me when I'm done didn't mean much and then he deleted it and then he put up news to me with a shrugging emoji mm -hmm. so uh, apparently he's fired I told you guys this was going to happen by the way 
everybody, you know, <laughs> these people that, that really thought AEW was going to be different. You? Something new. I did you? not. I right, fuck out of here. I never. No, come on. Stop it, vet. Come on. Stop. You we have. This. It's all. It's all documented, right? Show you me can't where. Deny it now. Show me where I, th- I think this is. Di- I, I thought AEW is gonna be different. It's the same shit. I've been saying it's the same shit. We, we can go. To, we can go to the chat. Remember when a when yeah. Ray was an AEW fan for those just, two weeks, and he said he'd always watched AEW. Remember that? I can be an AEW fan and still admit that it's the same shit as WWE. That doesn't mean it's not the same shit as WWE. It's the same shit. Same shitty writing, same shitty matches, actually worse matches. And it's all the same guys from WWE. So what they're going to do is they were going to take these indie talents. Cody Rhodes wanted to build this this company probably on indie, on indie wrestlers or people that didn't get shots. But, you know, when you have a money mark, you have people talking in his ear, telling him, hey, hey, hire this guy. Hey, hire that guy. You know, hey, he's, hey, WWE just letting, letting go of fucking... Uh, Fucking Barry Horowitz, sign him. I don't know. It's it was, it's inevitable. It was going to happen. That. Well, you said that uh, Chavo took this tweet down. He took the first tweet where he at Tony and all this other shit. Okay. And then he just retweeted news to me with the fucking oh I guess I don't know emoji. You know the shrugging shoulders. So when you say retweet, you mean he mm. tweeted a new tweet. He not, tweeted a new tweet. He I'm took sorry. another tweet. Right. Okay. I apologize. Yes. Um, I- yeah. Well, that's probably because uh, as soon as he tweeted that, Tony was like, "What are you talking about? I didn't fire you." And then he's like, "Oh, okay. I'll take the tweet down." Oh, now you're fired. But what can anybody? What can anybody uh, tell me? What <laughs> what his job even was? Doesn't he? Uh- didn't he walk out the other day with the fucking white face paint, face paint with a, a dark uh, Cedo Miedo? No, that was Alex Abrahantes. Who? I knew he wasn't a fan, guys. You see? Who the um, fuck is, is Avajola Avalantes? Yeah, yeah, him. You remember him. So, uh, well, that's what I'm saying. He, he was like Andrade's manager or something. Now Andrade's like... Andrade's like playing Monopoly. Like he tries to buy every property he walks into the room with, you know? Andrade uh, can cut one hell of a promo, bro. Yeah. In Spanish. Love him. But, um. Well, we have one last news story. And we're about to jump into NXT 2.000. <laughs> WWE star criticized for unsafe move. Uh oh. Uh, why don't we just play a quick little game? Just the first person who you think of that's unsafe in the ring. That's getting, I'm going to give you a hint. That's getting a relative push in NXT. Oh, in NXT? Uh, Yes, NXT. Fuck, where do I start? I don't know. But let me just take a a stab because something was sent to me uh, independently of us talking about this right here. Sure, Chief. I'm going to guess it was Duke Hudson. Yes. And I'm going to guess it's because he gave uh, that Dante Chen kid the uh, Splash Mountain bomb and the kid hit his head on the mat. You are correct, sir. WWE superstar Duke Hudson, 
I hate WWE Superstar. WWE NXT Superstar, Duke Hudson reserved a, um, received a lot of criticism. You know what? Let me pick this phone up. I can't fucking see. Uh, for his version of the legendary Razor's Edge. Earlier on Tuesday, the NXT Twitter uh, the NXT Twitter handle shared a video clip of blah, 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 blah. So he basically tweeted out him hitting the, uh, the Razor's Edge on uh, One Hung Low, right? And he tweeted something along the lines of, say hello to the bad guy. Well, <laughs> Lance Storm chimes in and says, say hello to a concussion. Not a safe move with a little emoji with a fucking head wrap on it. But then um, Storm's tweet was liked by WWE Hall of Famer's Edge, Mick Foley, Happy Corbin, Deanna Perrazzo, Big Swole, Aaron Stevens, Demon Sandow, um, Brian Pillman Jr., Trent Beretta, uh, and Brian, uh, and actually Pillman uh, popped in. He says um, along the lines of, yeah, the same shit. He goes, oh, uh, hit the back of his head hard. So people, oh, Lance Storm, oh, Big Swole wrote, uh, as soon as I saw him up, I said, hell no. So your favorite superstar in NXT getting heat. Bet. What are you going to say? How are you going to protect your boy? That's not even funny because I've never once said anything oh. positive about Oh, no, it's here. You're a we, fan of him. You said it. You said it. I think we roasted him. Pretty chat, much every time he was ever chat, on no. the screen. Chat, can you say the vet, the vet, you know, is a fan of Duke Hudson? And this bit isn't funny because I never actually did say anything nice about Duke Hudson. You have. Um, I remember it that way. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to be a mark? Or do you want to leave a mark? So... One thing you'll notice about the Razor's Edge is that Scott Hall would kind of go down with the guy and and lay him down flat at the same time. And uh, as long as the guy tucks his chin, when you're taking a bump like that, any, any style of bump that's a bomb style, uh, if you don't know the difference, there's like drivers, slams, bombs. If you're, you're taking a bomb, it's usually you getting thrown down by your waist. Um, and you definitely, all right, I think I'm vindicated everybody's there. Fucking, everybody's full of shit and everybody's betraying me. Um, so, so, but, but to, to stay on topic, uh, so Scott Hall would lay him down flat and go down with him. Right. Okay. Protecting you notice how Duke in the classic Splash Mountain style just fucking heaves the guy and drops him. So you could still tuck your chin on that and be okay, but the the you have much more of a chance of the whiplash causing you to hit the back of your head so yeah that's the kind of stuff that i would never want to ask uh, somebody to take like as a wrestler like who am i to say oh yeah and then i'm gonna give you a a, a throwing power bomb dude the worst was fucking mike elgin like he used to do those like off the top rope with guys and he almost fucking killed somebody i can't I, it might have been tanahashi i don't know but i was just like god bless Man, you fuck fuck dude like what do you what the nerve you know the nerve to just be in the back going over your match and be like yeah and then i'll power bomb you off the top like so it's weird that you would ask somebody to do that and it's weird that you would give the move especially with 
the company being so sensitive about certain things and, and banning certain moves and <laughs> stuff like that. You can guarantee this move ain't ever going to happen again. Now that people have got on Twitter and said something. I bet you, I bet you it happens more. I bet you they make a big deal out of it now. Because WWE's assholes, they're assholes like that. Not like not about this. You don't think so? No, not when it comes to moves and shit where people can get hurt. I will give them that. As much as I talk bad about the WWE, that's one thing I'm not going to say. They are overly sensitive about things that are like pertaining to violence or perceived violence. You know, so. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, you're the vet. So what do I know? Um, all right. Well, that was the news for today. Like I said, we went through a whole bunch of shit. And uh, as usual, it's uh, once again just being that vet, man. Just just doing what vets do. And putting me in my place. He was never a fan, allegedly, of one Duke Hudson. Check the tapes. But I tell you what, tapes. I tell not the sex tape. But I tell you what, I tell you what, vet was a fan of this week's NXT two point oh. NXT 2.0, the 1st of March, my birthday month, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I was born on the Ides of March, March 15th, my dad in heaven, March 17th, on St. Patty's Day. I'll be celebrating his life, ladies and gentlemen, but right now we are celebrating us being on the cusp of the spring. It is the road to WrestleMania, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. And we kick off this ultra-hot NXT 2.0 with a tag team match player. Ladies and gentlemen, it is NXT 2.0 March 1st, 2022. Ron Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa versus the Dirty Dogs, Dolph Ziggler and Robert, by God, Rude, the glorious one. What a fucking hot start to this night, Vet. How many Meltzer stars did you give this match? This one? Come on. Uh, two. This what? This was phenomenal. And. Phenomenal a, like a pizza? We, we, we get. Stop. Stop it. Every pizza's phenomenal. I just. That. Yeah, I want to I remind everybody that this guy was telling me how. Pizza can be phenomenal, especially in New York. And I was like, well, Ray is from New York, so I guess. But then he shows me him eating a DiGiorno pizza, and then all that's out the window then. Incredible. That's Anybody that willingly eats a DiGiorno pizza, their opinions are all out the window. Um, But I I think this match did start off hot, because literally it started off hot. They jumped him in the aisles. The baby faces jumped the heels in the aisles. They were pissed off, dude. Yeah, and that's okay because these aren't the, your typical baby faces. These are like, you know, dirty baby faces. Yeah, tweeners, as they call yeah. them in the biz. And uh, but eventually they went from that hot start and settled down into chin locks, and uh, they made sure that any hot tags they were going to get were sufficiently cool, much like a DiGiorno pizza mm-hmm. uh, that's been out of the oven for fifty, sixty, seventy-five minutes. Um, so they, they they tried to get the crowd out of it as much as they could and and bore them to death. Hmm. Uh, they certainly did me, um, but uh, they did start off hot. They did. 
And by the way, the, you didn't acknowledge that. Uh, if, you know how we point the WrestleMania sign? Mm-hmm. You see uh, uh, right over your left shoulder our new logo? Oh, I see. Yes. That is the beautiful Nikita Lions. Mm-hmm. Harass. So on the road to WrestleMania every week, I'm going to point at her ass, if that's okay with you. Oh, by all means. Did I ever show you my my, my Jean-Luc Picard Christmas ornament? No. That was sent to me by uh, Triple D. You just Sorry. have that right there, huh? I have it hanging off of in, my... In uh, March? If, so, hold on. I can't pull it out here, but... Well, maybe I can't. Here we go. So I have... Um, it's my, my Hammy Award, my Lifetime Achievement Hammy Award. I have a mask. I have one of my watches. Uh, I have a picture of my son. Uh, my wife's first business card uh, as a director. And uh, I have Jean-Luc Picard hanging off the son of a bitch. Oh. It's crazy how it can hold all that without even closing its grip. It just it doesn't have to. It remains open. And that's, the, doing, power of, that's the power of a Hammy. It's doing, a, it's doing a Dr. D. Or Open should I just say gentlemen? Because I haven't seen Elizabeth here. Open I'm hands starting slap. to worry. And I'm also worried because I haven't seen Cujo in like a month now. Can somebody and check on him? What about Yohimbo? Yeah, or Yohimbo. But I've seen him in other shows. Like he popped up in the Monday locker room. So I hope we didn't dro- drive him away. Well, you did yell at him. I don't know if you remember that. I did. But it's on the tapes. Yeah, I did do that. That so I maybe, did do. I fully his feelings admit were hurt. Because it happened. Uh, but it was nothing personal. He well, just kept talking shit about Triple H for no reason. Maybe he took it personal. Oh. But that's on him, not on you. Yeah. By the way, were you doing a whole Dark Vet thing this past Impact Attack? I think you should grow the beard, dude. Dark Vet, yeah. No, it was just an accident. Usually I shave for TV, but... Uh, oh, you, man. I woke up late. Like, I woke up three minutes after Colin sent me the link. <laughs> I tell you, man, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fucking around with you or anything like that. It actually, I was like, oh shit, he looks fucking cool with the fucking beard. Like, if you just went with the fucking beard, the bald head, mm. I don't know. I just don't like it. You, can you grow, so I'm assuming you can grow this shit like full, like full on, like a. Not to my liking. No. See, all I can grow is, like, I can grow this. But this crump, this comes in so patchy. Yeah, it doesn't look good. If I can get Rogaine to grow it in, maybe I would grow a full beard. But I, it's no good. But you look beards good with are, it, bro. Beards are too much work, and they used to be like used to see a guy like well, Bobo has a great beard, for example, a right? Phenomenal fucking beard, yeah. actually. But and you used to rarely see that. It used to be like ZZ Top and no one, right? But now. Everybody has a crazy beard, and it's it's starting to be the new not having a beard. So the new now goatee. I I stand out more with uh, without Clean one. Cliche. You well you, you you anyway. What does it say here? It says Big Ray use minoxin. Same shit is cheaper. What does that mean? What's minoxin? Minoxinil. I think that's what uh, Homer Simpson used in the episode where he grew hair. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bold, Marge. Uh, but anyway, what did you anyway, think about this, Ray? Because you seem to like. The I enjoyed match. it. I liked it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a fun match to watch. Like I didn't find myself bored, or or even when they went to a commercial break and they said, "Oh, picture in picture," I still watched the picture in picture. Um, it was cool. 
I, I was shocked that they fucking went over clean like that, though. Like, Tommaso Ciampa hit the fairy tale ending on fucking Dolph Ziggler. So, where's the heat on that? Well, I it's 50 50 because he lost uh, last week. So, Jesus, hold on. You've been growing that thing for fucking nine years, Bobo? I wonder if he has, like, one of his one of his kids, his full-grown kids' toys in there. <laughs> hey, Dad, where's my Nintendo 64 cartridge? I don't know, son. <laughs> one day he's combing his beard and it just falls out. Yeah. Just saying. So much for oils and maintenance, huh, Bobo? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I had fun watching this match, man. Uh, we're going to talk about... I guess the uh, fallout from this match a little later on as Dolph Ziggler gets interviewed backstage. But um, anything else you want to say about this before we go to the footage of uh, Carmelo Hayes and Pete Dunn arriving to the arena? No, not a thing. Well, then that happened. Yeah, nothing to say about that either. No, not much. But um, we, we do have a uh, we do have L.A. Knight. I say dummy. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. L.A. Knight. Uh, he comes to, to the ring and he cut the promo. You excited about that? He said he was talking to the Outback Jackoff. That was a that popped me. Mm-hmm. Greasing Wally. Tommy Kangaroo down. Sport. Tommy Kangaroo down. Um, Jimmy was live with uh with Jargo, and I just sent him a big picture of my middle finger. Did he <laughs> sell it? He did sell it pretty out of there anyway so um makes an interest we go to break and then they don't go back to this they go back they go to gunta uh, let me see but so la Knight is cutting a promo right yeah then they go to commercial break and like you said every single week instead of going back to what they had been working on mm-hmm. they go to something else yeah. uh, it's a solo sokoa gunther a gimmick and uh, talking about how Gunta is going to, uh, Walter Jr. is going to, whatever, is going to uh, chop the tattoos off his body. Gunter, Walter, doesn't matter. I think the guy is fucking awesome. I do love Gunter. And he cuts, this is an example of a guy that you could tell English isn't his first language. Because people always use uh, Cesaro. Oh, why wasn't Cesaro WWE champion? It's because he never spoke the language. No, Cesaro spoke the language. He just had no fucking charisma to put it over. This guy is fucking great. Am I off here? No, you're not off. Well, you may be off in just a little. I didn't think that it's the Cesaro had no charisma. I think he struggled with the shit that they handed him. What they I don't think him? he's good. I don't think he's good on the fly. And I and when they overly scripted him, I think he was a little bit even worse. So I think that's where Cesaro struggled a little bit. But there was a period there uh, where he kind of had things going on, and it worked for him. And then they the went Cesaro away. Cesaro section, right? No, I was thinking more like when he remember when he he like was kind of very heelish and rubbing in his face that he was cultured and European, and he had like a Swiss rap song for an entrance theme. Yes, I do. Remember that, that Cesaro was the best he ever was in his entire life, and Facts. then it yeah. just became sort of He's eh. getting over. Yeah, and the, and the people respected him enough that they wanted to do something with him, and to the point that even Roman Reigns probably, like, if you remember that period where Roman Reigns actually defended the championship against Cesaro, that's probably simply because Roman Reigns wanted to work with him, and if he had not pushed for it, it never would have happened, right? So that's the power of a top guy. 
But um, but in any case, uh, I think Walter doesn't have those problems. He seems like an angry. I mean, he's he's from Austria, but he's but he you know I say German just so that everybody kind of knows what I'm saying on the same right. page. Like that area of the world, you know, he's he has a commanding presence. You think he's serious. Uh, you're not seeing him in any of these other skits, like. You know, um, come on, Dexter, text me back. You know, you know he's not going to be on the other end of one of those, right? Nope. The 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 mat is sacred, and so there's so few guys like Walter that him just being what every pro wrestler used to be that now sticks out like a sore thumb and right. makes him stand out as a as a top guy, a potential top guy. Walter would have been a, definitely would have been a guy that fought Hulk Hogan back in yeah. the day. You know, yes. Walt, Walter's. And and the fact that he's getting in shape, bro, mm -hmm. that guy is that guy's a real deal, man. And he and he and you know what? We'll talk about this match later on, but I don't think Walter can have a bad match with anybody. No, no. I mean, he he tried here, but he it was still okay. <laughs> it was still yeah, it's still pretty good. But um, so we get LA Knight. He makes his entrance on the mic. Uh, he recounts his uh, his feud with Grayson with Grayson Waller. And uh, and his, 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 uh, and he speaks about how Grayson Waller has no lips. And how when he smiles, it's all teeth and long tongue. It's weird. Um, Grayson Waller then comes out and then whatever the fuck he's up in the, in the fucking uh, the cheap seats and they go back and forth and finally they say it's gonna be last man standing. Right? They're going back and forth. I'm not, no, I'm not gonna dig it. I'm, I'm not gonna dig last man standing. You can go fuck yourself. You fucking dogster. He says all that shit. Didn't they say last week it was going to be last man standing? He said the phrase, but he didn't make the make it official. Well, he didn't make the match. Yeah, and and they took an awful long time to get to it here too. I was just like, Walla. Uh, you know, I, I like I like L.A. Knight as much as the next guy. I can't believe I called him that. I should have just called him what he's Eli Drake, but because um, I refuse to acknowledge these stupid names, but. Uh, but yeah, like even even with even with him like vamping and and wasting time, like I was just like, this is take you know, just hurry up, get to the last man standing part. We know you're gonna say it, you already said it. Just say it, you know, just do it. <sighs> but you know what, vet? Then you shouldn't have said it. Yeah, <laughs> they, they said it last week. We knew it was going that way. I haven't played that one in a long time. I missed that one. Your laugh makes it anyway. Your laugh is uh very nice, very evil. So we go. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be last man standing. Uh, we go backstage. We see uh, Indy Hardwell and Persia Parata, and apparently. Uh, so let me ask you a question: When you were training at OV Dub, you had your own locker. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody had their own locker. We all, all, all the revolving door of people that were coming in from countries and all over the world and everything we all just had our own a locker each with no padlock right absolutely not we all trusted each other um even though like i said people coming in every single week new people right. you knew nothing would happen they're wrestlers was, why what's not to trust i mean there was nothing in her locker just her cell phone <laughs> i'm just anyway so uh I still don't get this. Like, why isn't Indy... So now, apparently, they're married. Indy Hartwell and fucking uh, Dexter Loomis. 
And apparently this dude is a terrible husband because he's mad at his wife and he hasn't spoken to her all week. Come on, Dexter. Text me back. Text me back, Dexter. Yeah, last week he just hung his head, walked out, and has not talked to her or anything since. She's like, I miss you. Text me back, Dexter. I'll shut the fuck up, you fucking horse face bitch. (laughs) Fucking shit. God damn it. Then you got the thick lesbian over here fucking fawning over this fucking goofball that, that's unsafe in the ring. This is all fucking terrible. This is fucking, this is a shitstorm back here. You think this is just a backstage segment? No, this is the fall of pro wrestling. God damn it. I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about this no more. We have a Dakota Kai and Wendy Chu, who's fucking adorable. It's just incredible. Did you see that picture with Dakota Kai and her, and her husband? No, no. What's what's her husband's name? The the the, the lady that wrestles in WWE, Shayna Baszler. You got to see that picture. Okay. Uh, if the chat, if you guys can send it, the link to it. <laughs> I can't, I'm not gonna fucking look for it. It is it is fucking classic. It is just fantastic. Anyway, Dakota Kai and Wendy Chu versus Indy Hartwell and Persia Perotta, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Quarterfinals Match. Uh, what was crazy about this one is they went to break and they came back and actually went to India and Persia right away. They did. They did. I thought they would go to something else, but they did not. Very, very, very well. Um, very well. Uh, I don't know, reviewed there. Um, what do you think of this match, man? We have Dakota Kai and Wendy Chu. Uh, is this a shocker? Did you did you think they were going to win this match? Uh, I didn't. I thought Persia and, and, and India were going to continue on. A little further here, but no, it's it's the sleepy one and the uh, the crazy uh, lesbian chick who goes over. What do you think? Yeah, that's boring if they win because they already have an angle going on with uh, people not texting them back and old ex boyfriends getting involved in the mix. Greasy. Uh, when Wendy Wendy and Dakota's only angle is them being weird partners in this tournament. So if you snuff that out first round, that sucks. I mean, it sucks anyway, but I'm just saying, like, of the two things, of the two people that have to get snuffed out, I choose the team that already has a story going on, the little, you know, Sweet Valley High storyline that they got going on. <laughs> fucking but, guys, um, Sweet Valley fucking high. But uh, Sweet Valley High. Does anybody yeah, know what that is? I'm sure they all know. Um, so the uh, you also got to mention that Toxic Attraction had their little couch set up again up in the up in a crow's nest type area not quite the crow's nest but well maybe it is is that the same crow's nest that guys like grace and woola come out on or, and then and then um or is that a different area um i think they've been sitting in the same spot okay so yeah um i kind of was hoping that the that dakota kai and she would be on the opposite side of the brackets and then that from uh, Raquel and Cora Jade, so that way they could potentially meet in the finals, uh, and then it would be like the ex partners who won the the you know the last Dusty Classic now have to face each other. That would have been a little more dramatic, but um, no, they're they're going to be in the next round. So is that what's that's what's oh well, um, I got this pulled up here for you. Where is it? Here we go. What do you think of this? Mm. That awesome. It's very nice. No, it's very nice. Very evil. 
nothing evil about love. Love between a woman and a woman. A man. Um, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So they go over. Uh, back uh, back from commercial, we get a video package of the Creed Brothers versus Imperium. How'd you like this package, man? That sounded a pause. <laughs> sounded a little... Well, very it nice was, very it was it was okay. Um, I would have put this before the match, whenever the match happens, like pay per view style. Mm-hmm. But they put it here, so whatever. But I thought the package was all right. My favorite part though is the part where, uh, you know, they do an on camera, like right before this package, they do an on camera with uh, Vic Joseph and uh, and Wade Barrett, <laughs> and and Joseph's like. I can't believe we're just 32 days away from WrestleMania. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean you can't believe it? You don't know how time works? They've been, they've been talking about it for like six months. Yeah. He's going to wake up today and be like, oh, man, only 31 days. This is crazy. He like, talks to his wife like, honey, 31 days till WrestleMania. She's like, that's not even a, a round number. Get out of my face. You know, like, what? <laughs> what is he talking about? Anyway. Vic Joseph looks like. Do you remember when he used to have Ricky Lake or shows like that? And mm-hmm. he used to do the makeovers. No, what was the name? Jenny Jones. And they yeah. had like the kid that was always picked on in school. And they dre- they tried to dress him up cool. And he got the hand claps. But as soon as he got to high school, they just fucking beat the shit out of him again. That's what Vic <laughs> Joseph looked like when he dresses up every single week. He's just like, looks like a big child. He looks like a tall toddler. Yes. And it's- he's, he, and, and Wade Barrett is even bigger than him. So. Like did they, did they specifically get a big wrestling announcer just so Vic Joseph wouldn't tower over every like you know what I mean? Vic Joseph is the Conan O'Brien of WWE. Don't give him that much credit. I'm Conan talking O'Brien is witty and hilarious. I'm talking about height, <laughs> height and stature. <laughs> yeah, that's it, huh? Conan okay. O'Brien is a tall son of a bitch. He's like six six, right? Something like that. It's a big boy. Big boy. But yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, news news item from Sonic the Hedgerat. Oh, uh, shit. He didn't know you could be Jay White in Fire Pro Wrestling World. Oh, yes. Jay White is DLC in Fire Pro Wrestling World. Can I play Fire Pro Wrestling World on Xbox? I don't can think I... you can. No? I want to, though. You'll just have to dust off the PS4. I got the PS4 in my mother's house. Dust it off, then. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dust and it off. And download Fire Pro Wrestling World and download the, uh, the Jay White DLC pack. It also comes with Shingo Takagi. God bless you. Sounds like what I did this morning. First thing I did in the morning. I took a Shingo Takagi. So we got Lash Legend versus Amari Miller in the uh, Last Woman Unconscious match, I guess. Um, listen, uh, Lash Legend goes over. She hits the the big old slam. Uh, this was... Uh, hmm... Uh, I, I, I don't know. Something off about this match. It wasn't the fact that uh, Amari Miller got the. You, so you can't pinpoint. You can't remember where she might have gotten. I thought maybe I thought in that bump where uh, she took the big boot because she she I don't know. She's got bumped been. pretty hard. Could have um, been. I don't I don't see anywhere. Oh, what was that stupid fucking thing that Lash Legend did that made absolutely no sense? When she picked Take her up, pick. when she picked her up and as a body slam, so you remember this, and she started lifting her up and hitting her her neck or head on the rope. 
Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't you walk over to the corner and do that on the turnbuckle? I don't know. Uh, well, because she's Lash Legend. But I think that that's a very poor visual anyway. Like, it looks weird. It doesn't look like it. I'm sure it hurt like hell, but I, I I don't think it looks like it hurts. It doesn't. Like, way better. Like, oh, that's that's original. <laughs> Got right. some bad news. It's yeah, terrible. I don't know. It was dumb. Yeah. Last Legend, did I mention that she can get it? You have said that at least yeah. once on this show alone. Mm. Well, after the match, Last Legend calls out our, our queen, our princess. Yeah. The wonderful uh, Nikita Lyons. Saying that, you know, this week's about me. How many tape trader masturbators tuned in this week to just watch for Nikita Lyons? What do you think? Mm. I'm interested. I think the tape, the tape trader masturbators, as Ben calls them, I think that uh, they're not really concerned about what attractive women are in wrestling. What do you, what? <laughs> When Ben says that, he's referring to the guys are jerking off to the cool oh. moves in wrestling matches, not to ladies. Oh. No, he's no he's referred to the ladies uh to the ladies too. Oh, well then he's misusing his own um You think his so? own catchphrase. Well, I, you know, a lot of people I, How do you have this girl? And I know she does a promo later on. But this girl was the hottest fucking thing on the internet. Like NXT, I don't think, has ever gotten that much uh, publicity off of one show. Ever. And uh, this girl was, like, all over. So how do you not give her a match? Can you explain that to me, Vet? I know I knew you gave her a promo. They often, how do you not give they, her a match? They often don't give uh, people a match two weeks in a row. Why not? Like you, you notice some... Too many people like the, the the talent is absent from a lot of shows week to week. If you notice, like a lot of them. Mm. When's the last time you saw Jacket Time? Jacket Time. <laughs> As a picture of Nikita Lyons goes up, he says Jacket I, I, Time. I gotta move over to take a look at these. There it is, everyone. Those are some nice fucking gimmicks, bro. I mean, seriously, and those, those look like a like a you know when you type in when you go to Pornhub and you type in natural big natural boobs. Oh, oh shit! No. I just dropped my uh. Your green your green screen is erasing Nikita Lyons. She's back. Okay. <sighs> anyway. So yeah, man, uh, Last Legend. Uh, so yeah, right she's the big new superstar, not Nikita Lyons. No, that was her. That was basically exactly what she said. Right? Do you agree with her? I believe she believes it. But do you believe it? I don't know. The only yeah. way to settle this is in a professional wrestling match. It's the only way you can, my friend. Let's let's see let's see her pick Nikita up and do that rope thing. That's so fucking stupid. Demonstrate what? What are we demonstrating? What, what are they asking us to demonstrate? Who's G-Ball? I... Not sure. Anyway. So, um, what do we got next? Um, blah, 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 blah. Solo. Oh, yay. So we get Solo Sokoa 
interviewed Pornhub. Can we put porn up here? No, or it gets struck, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Souza Co interview backstage. He says he's going to beat. Uh, he's going to beat Gunther. Okay, so now uh, back from commercial break, we get Josh Briggs and Brooke Jensen backstage. They are hooting and hollering. They're hooting and hollering over something uh, on Brooke's phone. And you think he's talking about a woman, but no. Electro Lopez passes by with a hot dog in hand and um, and a thick villain milkshake, an extra large milkshake. Uh, and she gets bigger every week, by the way. Um, so she walks in. Oh, by the way, I got to put over something that you were talking about Um Who's the who's the Diana Perazzo? Bro, what the fuck? She needs she definitely needs to wear one of those singlets that uh that what's her name? Um hot mommy pump or whatever the fuck she calls herself is wearing. Jesus, I went back to watch it just to see how many rolls. And I'm not talking about roll ups. I mean this girl is eating fruit roll ups like crazy. And I was saying this a year ago. That she had the fucking window gimmick and the stomach hanging out. Listen, she's a gorgeous woman. She threw her ass in my face. I'd say no because I'm married. But if I wasn't married, I'd probably say yes. But for TV visuals, man, this is just not good. I would say the same for this young lady. Well, let's Spun be honest. Square pants over here. Let's be honest. She was in NXT, and she complained that no matter what she did, like no one would kind of hear her out or give her the time of day, and that's because. They're that shallow there that they're not they're gonna overlook everything else you have because you just won't lose that extra ten pounds. And then they'll make they'll make it seem like it was anything but that and they'll never admit it. But that's the reason. So when she does those shoot interviews talking about her time there and she doesn't understand why things were the way they were, let me just tell you, um, that's why. And that well, that's where that's where Nikita Lyons is in trouble because there's going to be people that are borderline on whether they find that attractive or not. Mm, so, but have so, you looked at her body though? Right. This isn't about what I think or what you think. Oh, I see what you mean. Some people are going to say she's fat. Yes, and the and the people that are in charge of putting her on television, if she if she goes one muffin over the limit, then they're going to be like, yeah, we got what happened to Ty Valkyrie. Do you think that's right? like what happened to Tony Cakes? her not not really i don't think so because she because she always she 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 always had like a like a slim waist you know what i mean tony tony storm never had a gut you know what i'm saying um but these women these these other women that we're talking about they're in danger uh, of crossing that threshold like and and diana parasso like yeah great wrestler like you said pretty girl slightly overweight like i always say this on the impact attack so if you guys don't listen to the impact attack first of all what's wrong with you second of all uh i'll say it here um it you're not big enough to to play the fat chick gimmick right and you're not thin enough that you can look like that so you got to you got to like either diet down or cover it up and that's it and I need you guys to understand, we're not saying that we're not attractive because attracted to women that are built like Tony Storm or Nikita Lyons or Lash Legend or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and, and Sir Jam here says, what about Dewdrop? Well, Dewdrop fits in the category of that's the gimmick. Right. She's a big, a big woman, obviously floppy fat, but she can move and she can work. 
So right. that's why she gets a pass on that because that's the gimmick she's doing. You don't want a whole roster full of her. You no. know, you, you want one that you could stand out. You know what I mean? So she's the bam bam she's the bam bam bigelow of this era. Yeah. In the women's division. I get it. Right. And she also covers herself up. Sure does. She doesn't have that little strip of stomach showing that that band, the reverse belt, you know? Like she doesn't have that. So that's that's all I'm saying. So you just gotta Yeah, you gotta watch it when you're on that borderline weight. And and Nikita's very thick, but her figure is classic hourglass, mm -hmm. just in sort of larger proportions. So she has a small waist, but then the bust and the hips are wide. But if it goes too far over, somebody's gonna be like well, she's fat, but I can't say she's fat, so I'll just take her off TV, and then we'll just slowly job her out, and then we'll release her. That's what that's what they do. Fair enough. Fair enough. But um, <clears throat> did did this uh, little segment here with Brooks Jensen fawning over a fucking truck get over? No. All right, so can we move? But on? this was the of of the stupid shit that he's been doing. Like I think the shit that he's been doing is stupid, and I think. Also, by the same token, they're trying to make him a stupid character, like on purpose, you know, like. So is this uh, good or bad for him? I think he performed this one the best of any of the ones he's done so far. So it's like sp putting sprinkle sprinkles on, on, on a pile of shit. Y yes. Okay. Gunther versus Solo Sokoa. And like I said, man, these guys... You can't have a bad match when you're wrestling Gunther. I'm sorry, I can't say that. It's Walter. All right, fucking yeah. Walter. From God here on, he is Walter. He's just fucking Walter. And the fact that the WWE Universe is still chanting Walter, good. Keep doing it. And that, I don't mind that. I know. I know people hate when they hijack the show and shit. <laughs> that <laughs> and shit. They're also chanting Uso. Yeah, this Uso, entire match. The entire match. Solo Uso and Walter. Okay. So Uso Junior and Walter get in the ring and they beat the living fuck out of each other and i love this match and i love the uh the psychology of this match where you know solzako is a tough guy a strong guy he was getting his shit in i could see these two guys going 50 50 which they did um walter hitting those fucking chops that chop to the back dude how does that feel man uh well you don't normally do that but it obviously sucks like i mean you've been chopped by von lilas right mm-hmm like how? Like like one of his chops. We gotta like get Von Lilas on the show. Bring him on. Yeah, let's see up. if he can come on. See if see if he's willing to to to. Jump we'll just on. we'll just ask him what he thinks of a Nikita Lions for two hours. Sure, that'll be that'll be awesome. So uh, if you guys want to see that, uh, you have no choice because we're gonna do it anyway, whether you like it or not. Right. So um, this was a really good match. I really I did enjoy it. Um, this was the best match of the night. Um, I love the finish, and this is what I'm talking about, the psychology, where you have the younger kid who's, you know, he's tough, he's strong, he's coming in, but he makes that one error, and the error was that, you know, Gunther wasn't fucked up enough to hit the splash on. He misses the he misses his, his big splash, he misses his finisher, which leads to Gunther hitting his finisher, and the match was over. And he didn't put him down with one powerbomb, he had to give him two, which makes sense. So the kid loses, but the kid still looks strong in the loss, and you can say, you know what, this kid gave... Uh, Walter, a really fucking good fight. I highly enjoyed this, and um, I would love to see these guys wrestle again. And I can't say that about anybody else in this in this on this show. So, uh, your thoughts, sir? Uh, 
Well, not to sound like lazy or uninspired, but I can't disagree with anything you said. You basically said it. So fair enough. Um, fair enough. Uh, we get um, backstage. We get Dolph Ziggler. So remember, he lo- he loses this match. He gets pinned. In what world, where you lose, you automatically like he just oh yeah I'm number one contender. How are you number one contender? Now is this the, the delusional thing a heel should do? Yeah, except except it's going to end up happening, right? Well, Braun Breaker opened his big fucking fat mouth. <laughs> yes, he said, "Screw you both! I'll kick both your asses." <laughs> yeah, you got three point five chances. What, what, what was the, what's the Steiner math on that? I don't remember. Anybody know the Steiner math? You yeah. take you take my sixty six a two thirds chance. I gotta add it that. to the hundred percent chance. Uh, I don't know. It, I have one hundred. That's why he does it. One hundred six point three chance to win the match. Anyway, I don't know. So basically, they're arguing backstage. Tommaso Ciampa comes um comes in. By the way, we didn't mention Tommaso Ciampa wearing the uh, singlet. How did you think he looked in that thing? <laughs> like a good and plenty box. He did look like a good and plenty box with muscles, very lean muscles. By the way. So with all that being said, they're going back and forth, and it's supposed to be uh, like in reality, it it should be Tommaso Ciampa challenging for that title. But Dolph Ziggler actually sneaks his way in because. He's the biggest star. Did Dolph Ziggler say anything stupid uh, that you made a note of? Uh, almost a few times, but he never quite brought out anything quotable like he has the past couple weeks. He was doing a lot of flailing his arms, though, and trying to seem like he had charisma, but, you know, he's not fooling me. Um, my yeah. my wife on Raw did admit that, uh, that men have much better hair, long hair than women. Mm-hmm. She says, "How come when a man grows his hair out, it looks just without effort? It's just much better looking than women." And I think that's because uh, men are uh, fucking awesome. Just gonna put that out yeah. there. <laughs> the boy's right. I, I, I would wonder. I, I'm sad that Liz isn't here because I would like to ask. Mm. Um, hopefully, she'll get back to us if she catches the replay at some point. Uh, so I'll ask it here for her. But uh, where is, is it from? because when men grow their hair out? They're actually growing their hair out, whereas women use weaves, extensions, all kinds of stuff. Is that because you can't do it, or is it because you're impatient and you can't wait for long hair and you need it now? That's probably what it is. Yeah. Where's Where's Elizabeth from? Is she from uh, El Paso, Texas? No. Okay, well, she I- might have she might have lived there, but I think she's in uh, Ohio now. I got one of those fake calls. I said Elizabeth something. I was like, is this Liz calling me? How the hell she get my number? That's probably not her. Right? Yeah, probably not her. I got a whole bunch of calls. I should call one of these motherfuckers. You know, that's a guys. very common name. You think also. so? Elizabeth. Yes. Yes, that is a very common name. My brother's wife's name, by the way. Well, that's one person right there. Yeah. Um, we come back from commercial, break, from commercial break. We get Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada, and they are uh, despondent about their loss. Uh, they're very sad. For those that don't that didn't pass their GED. Persia blames herself, but Indy says, you know, hey, we're gonna we're gonna figure this out. We'll get a fucking title match down the line. Don't worry about it. We're from Australia. We always bounce back like kangaroos. 
just hugs her right in Indy's face. That's right. Yeah. And then Duke fucking dirtbag Hudson comes in. Bro, you know, I didn't I didn't overstate how disgusting that kiss was last week between those two. Uh, it was horrible. And it is another thing, much like my friend Brian banging that small, uh, not Asian, small Latina chick in the bachelor party. It's just burned into my head. Hmm. Um, not fun. And Indy Hartwell is still annoyed. Still annoyed at the fact that they found love. You're crackling a little bit, so I don't know what you do. Uh, if you can do what you do uh, during the impact attack, that would be amazing. But, well, crackling? I'm not even saying anything. No, I'm just saying. I hear the local. And it doesn't matter. Draco Anthony is now in the ring with Harland. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Did we already skip over the part where where Gacy reminded Harlan that his match with Draco wouldn't be a hate crime? It would just be like a regular crime? Oh, um, I did. Could you please uh, expound? I think I did. I think I nailed it. Okay. So let's fast forward back to the match now. So we get Draco Anthony versus uh, Harlan, and uh, Draco Anthony tried to put up a good fight, and he did. But Harlan is just too big and fucking strong. And he finishes them off with a, a version of the choke slam, which is if you guys are familiar with old uh, 90s WCW, uh, the giant, aka the big show, it's kind of that. You know, it's, it's, it's where he picks him up and he kind of just like guides him down and just, you know, puts his hand on his chest and just boom. I kind of like that. That, that. that move works for, for Harlan. He could hit it on anybody. Uh, it's a safe move for him to do. Uh, he beats him. And then after the match, uh, he sexually assaults uh, Draco Anthony. He does. He pulls an old, uh, he pulls a, an Andrew Cuomo. He picks him up off the mat, he scrapes him off the mat, and mm-hmm. gives him a hug. Yeah. Is it Andrew Cuomo? No. Wait. What, what's the Cuomo? Yeah, Andrew. Right. That guy. You tell me. Yeah. No, because it's Mario. I'm thinking Mario Cuomo. That's the dad. He didn't touch many titties, I don't think. But um, but yeah, man. So he hugs he hugs his uh, his opponent. It's a baby face thing to do, right? Do you think that uh, Draco Anthony is going to join the safe space? I think they need to expand that 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 uh that little. Uh, they need to be inclusive, right? A black guy. I mean, the equalizer gimmick never took off, so. I have an idea. You got a white guy. Mm-hmm. You got a black guy. Mm-hmm. Dante Nochin. Mm. You'll have your Asian guy. Oh. Then we need a female. So we'll take that chick that didn't quite cut it in the diamond mind. Because she'll be rejected. And we'll put her in there. Isn't she just a white chick? No. Oh. Say she's Ukrainian. We got plenty of uh, chicks to choose from of many ethnicities. We don't have to go with uh, her, especially considering we may not be done with her because that's coming up. Okay. Well, we, we do have a couple of Latina chicks we could talk about. We'll talk about that soon. Uh, let me see. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Carmelo Hayes interview backstage. Um, blah, blah, blah. Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez make their entrance and they send us to our next break. Back from commercial, we don't come back to Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez, but we have Ivy Nile, who is working out. 
when mm-hmm. uh, Tatum Paxley walks in to apologize and now says uh, last week was just a little taste of my vagina. If uh, if you want to be a part of Diamond Mind, uh, you'll have to learn the hard way. Yeah, the hard so, way. What is the hard way, Ben? I don't know, but it sounds hot. It does sound fucking hot. I would watch. Yeah. This is the first time we've heard Ivy Nile speak, by the way. It's yeah. it's a, it's kind of a big moment, and they sort of just throw it away here. You could have missed this. If you're, like, let's say you're like me, and you're DVR, you're fast-forwarding, and it does that chunk-skipping thing, you might have missed this whole thing entirely. I'll tell you what. I thought you would talk with, like, an accent. Just a regular girl. Nope. Regular, regular ass-kicking woman. Good for her. Dusty Cup Tag Team uh, quarter quarter classic quarterfinals. We have Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez versus Valentina Varos and Yulisa Leon. And as you can see back here, this was the spot of the fucking night. This is where one of the, I don't know who which one is thrown up in the air, but Jesus Christ, Fed. When you saw that girl being hoisted, it looked like her head would hit the ceiling of the building. What did you think? Did, did that go in slow motion for you like it did for me? Well, you thought her head would hit the ceiling of the building. I was worried that her head was going to hit the floor of the building. Yeah. <laughs> and it almost fucking did. She almost red velveted herself, uh, but she she course corrected. And uh, uh, who caught her? Raquel caught was, her, right? It was so, all Raquel. Raquel saved her fucking life. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Raquel And Raquel caught her. Yeah. But even she, even with that catch, it's still possible she could have gave herself the header if she had kept going, but she actually didn't. So, yeah, whew, you know what it, you I know think what I it, can speak for everyone when I say, "Phew." You know, you know what it reminded me of. Do you remember when Hulk Hogan uh, lost the title to Andre the Giant at Saturday Night's Main Event? No, I took, don't know what you're talking about. And he took uh, and the, who are those people two, that you mentioned? <laughs> yeah, Dave Hebner and Earl Hebner. And Earl Hebner was the skinnier Hebner, the, the one that, that got the face transplant as Hulk Hogan had put it over. Yeah. How many people did you pay off to get that, the plastic surgery, the brother? plastic surgery, brother. Fucking amazing. And he took Earl Hebner, and he fucking hoisted that motherfucker and threw him a legit five rows into the aisle, and he totally overshot Trey <laughs> the Giant. How do you overshoot throwing a man over a seven foot four giant he did and hey. that's what i said <laughs> oh boy <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> oh it's time to drink more beer um by the way if you guys ever want to see a, a nice little interview uh, google uh or go to youtube and, and type in andre the giant on david letterman it's quite a nice quite a nice little you know interview it's really nice um, boy, this and then the other the other uh, move that uh, I I'll say Valentina Foros that's the one that fucking dove through the ropes and did a fucking front flip. Like how diff? What's the, the? This is the thing on this match, vet. I'm gonna break this down. You tell me whether you agree or disagree, and you you fix me up. Or you fix up what I have to say. These girls seem like they were really fucking overhyped for this match. They were trying. They were like really fired up. It's like it's like they all did a fucking eight ball in the back, a fucking line of coke, and they went out there and they just tried to fucking beat the shit out of each other. They tried to do way too much shit. 
which at sometimes you're like, ooh, and sometimes you're like, oh, because it was like sloppy, but yet fucking crazy. Like this fucking this fucking gimmick behind me. This was insane. But the match ends up with a fucking shitty pin. And I have to give credit to the people that did the editing, because when they did the replay, it looked much better on replay than it actually did, because she she was going to do a Chingona bomb on, on the girl down, you know, and she had Cora Jade up. And she flips Cora Jade and drops her on the girl. Cora Jade lands feet first and then fucking throws herself on top of the girl. It was very fucking sloppy. Like the fans were like, oh shit, here it comes. Oh fuck, that was that was pretty weak. Um Vet. Yeah, Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez, they win and they they advance to the finals or the semifinals, whatever the fuck you call it. Semifinals. Semis, yeah. There was only what? Eight four teams. teams left. It's four teams left now. And uh so what did you think of this match, dude? Was I on point with the with them just fucking going way too hard, too fast, too too much? Yeah. Uh no, you're you were. You're you're right on point. This is the second time I barely have anything to add. Um huh. there was a lot of awkwardness. They, they knew jacked it. Yeah. That's good. Uh there was a lot of awkwardness, like you said, and it led to sloppiness. Um, because they were too fired up. They're not they're not good enough to be as fired up as they were, uh, so they got to calm it down. But, but uh, that's, you know, these are the kind of things like where, in the old days, you get people of this skill level and you put them out there to do something like this, but you don't do it on TV. You, no one would ever see it except the people in the building, right? Mm-hmm. Now, with a with your weekly televised show. Uh, you see all these people and all the learning and growing pains that they have to go through. So um, I guess it's better to have too much energy than not enough. But mm. they, to be dangerous, man. they definitely they definitely uh, uh, skirted death on a couple of occasions in this match. Um, it's bad when uh, Raquel Gonzalez is the brains of the outfit. Because she's only been doing this a few years herself. She was calling a lot of that match, by the way. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, so. But yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, maybe they just figured, well, this is our one shot and we're getting eliminated. So maybe they maybe they might feel that they are on that cusp of uh, perhaps being on the next round of releases. So Why they want to show something and, and try to like really secure uh, their their. <laughs> their future endeavors here at the WWE. So I'll end with this question. After you saw these girls going balls to the walls or titties, titties to the table or whatever you want to say, um, did, did these girls secure a job? Um, <laughs> this kind of stuff doesn't matter. If they don't okay. like you, they'll get rid of you for whatever reason. Uh, I didn't see that while I was talking. I didn't see the Sir Jam had already said... Um, Latinas knew this might be their one shot. He's right. You know what I mean? I didn't copy him, but we had the same idea. Yeah, it could have just been that. Uh, But anyways, um, yeah, man, uh, we'll see. But uh, they they definitely tried their ass off here for better or worse. Did it for better or worse. Sickness and health. And their health was certainly... It seems okay. It it seems like everything worked out. Yeah, thank God. Thank God. Um, okay, so backstage. Oh, I know this. This is my favorite. I couldn't wait for this to get to this part. We have Saray with her grandmother's Walmart brooch. Mm-hmm. 
They have all the girls around. And they just can't shut the fuck. They're doing what a group of girls do. Lisbon's not here, right? Right. Just fucking shut the fuck up. Bunch of chickens clucking. Looking at that goddamn fucking brooch. Oh, my God. So fucking lovely. Oh, my God. Well, the best, the best part know. is when Tiffany Stratton walks up and she's like, what are you guys doing? And then one of the girls is like, admiring Saray's necklace. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? This Nobody talks like that. Oh, us? We're just admiring this necklace. Oh. This this uh this stone that if it were real would be worth millions of dollars, I'm sure. Millions of dollars. Millions, millions of dollars. Of dollars. Uh it's a tag yeah, team, by the way, that could have really done something special. No, they guys. never they never could have. Uh no. Tiffany, though, thinks it's tacky and offers one of hers. Like she's she's got, I'll give you one of mine. <laughs> Uh, oh, Saray, Saray says, oh, uh, <laughs> yes, hold on, lab rat. I agree. Fucking fourth graders. It's some shit fourth graders would do. You have the new fucking Nintendo game? Oh, shit. Shut up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, so Tiffany offers Saray the necklace and Saray turns it down. So then Tiffany offers her the roll up door. Oh, looks like we've got a, a clarification from Homeboy 88 needed. I know you're not Iron Patriot. Patriot. Well, I, 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 guess, I guess he needs you to tell other people is what it sounds like. That's Carlos. Estorca. So, I don't go home by 88. So, that is Carlos Estorga. As, as you know, those of the Anglo persuasion would say good now that we've cleared that up make sure everybody rush out and check out the homeboy 88 podcast on the pwc it's fucking awesome actually i subscribe to it i listen to so many fucking podcasts it's insane but i can do that yeah so a lot of train time yeah a lot of train time a lot of xbox time now so i could just put the volume down in the xbox play a little mlb the show and just listen to homeboy 88 podcast or anything here at channel attitude dot com yeah so um what are we talking about here oh yeah so uh, right i so, think we were about to talk about something else so that yeah can i do that too because my back is fucking tight oh wow you, did you get the crack 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 i didn't hear it oh. but i almost saw a disgusting logo of some nba team of no description we are the new york knicks i don't give a fuck i'm a i'm a you cannot say I'm not a real Knicks fan. Uh, I'd be doing you a favor if I did, but you if you want to go ahead and say it. I will always, listen, I will always root for my teams. I will always be a Yankees fan. I will always be a Knicks fan. And yes, I will always be a Giants fan. I don't fucking watch hockey, so fuck them. <sighs> Yo, you know what I'm going to play next? I'm, gonna play, I'm just going to play cricket. They have the cricket uh, 2020, whatever. Uh, FIFA, like the FIFA cricket game. Oh, I'm gonna try that. Fuck Go it. For it. Go I'm gonna for hit it, a. Man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit a six. A sixer. Is that what they call it when they hit the ball? Fuck it. How do you hit Couldn't a foul ball you. and it's good? It's that. That's the game they made. <clears throat> I want to try that. I tried it actually in Central Park about ten years ago. It's hard, dude. That ball. They fucking bolt. They bowl it. They don't pitch it or throw it. They bowl it, as they call it. And when it hits the dirt, it does all this fucking weird shit. Ain't easy. And the fucking uh, pins behind you, stupid umpire. 
That is enough it. talk about cricket. Yeah, so cricket's a... I, I can get into it. Let's talk about... Online. Sorry. Well, what we have right now... What we have right now... Andre Chase? No. No one said that. But before that, you forgot. We got a Tony D'Angelo. Oh, that was after the entrance. Oh. Chase Chase comes out. Right. Bodie Bodie unrolls the uh the, the paper. How they over the, was that? The full college. Well, it, it was so over that the camera had to cut away as they were having a, a match with the actual uh, banner. <laughs> so they, the camera cut away until they straightened it out. But they were, yeah. And then and then he busts through it. A one a one man uh, team busting through the paper. I got. Hold on one second. I gotta check something here. Oh, here it is. Um. So for those, uh, let me see. Maybe I can do it this way. Let me see. Oh, yeah, here we go. So I'm just going to put brand, right? And then I'm just going to click uh, add overlay. And I'm just going to click this and boom. So right now, this is what we saw last night. How fucking dope is that? It's nice. They they did it themselves with markers. It looked great. Mm-hmm. Look fucking great. That's over. They should do that shit every fucking show. But anywho, um, Andre yeah, Chase. So they, they did that. Mm-hmm. And then when they come back from break, then we get Tony D talking about fishes and stuff. Tony D says, you know, on the road, we're on the road to WrestleMania. So on the road to WrestleMania, it smells out here. It smells like success. Or whatever the fuck he says. I don't know. Probably and fish. fish. And fish, yeah. So Tony D says... On the road to WrestleMania, on the weekend of WrestleMania, I'm going to be a made man. What do you think he does? Is he going for a belt? I don't know. What gives him the right to uh, challenge for a belt? He just got beat by Pete Dunne. Flat. Don't know, dude. These are questions I'm asking you because you are the vet. I don't know either. I'm embarrassed. Oh. If I if I if I was in charge of this as a vet, I would have just put Tony D over Pete Dunn three times in a row and called it a day. Word. But Word up. I don't even think he would have lost by now if I had the book. He's the most entertaining guy in that whole fucking roster. I think. Really? Even more than so. uh Oh you know what? Chase is uh Chase Andre Chase is right up there. And speaking of Andre Chase. Or Walter. Walter's awesome too. Von Wagner comes to the ring and did you notice? Oh, so real quick. Did you notice um the young lady gawking at Von Wagner as he was walking in? Um no. You didn't notice her, huh? Not not right offhand, I don't recall. I think they try to make it clear. So I forgot which match. Remember the very first match? Um, which was was it uh with the tag team the tag team match player? Right. The Champa and Junior against right. the Dirty Dogs. Okay. So during that match they had um 
a group of guys sitting in the front row that clearly were wrestlers. You noticed that, right? And then when 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 Rick Steiner Jr. got tossed over over that barricade, they were there to protect him and make sure he didn't get he didn't fucking hurt himself. Do you remember that part? No, I must have missed it. Okay. So I'm trying to pull this up real quick. Um where was where was this match? This match was because I want to show you something. I want to show you this because it's actually something I think is gonna lead into something moving forward. Where was the chase and ridge match? Yeah, it's almost towards the end, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I'm already past the Ferrero match. Okay, I got it here. Okay, perfect. All right, so I'm gonna share this with you. Okay, perfect, perfect. Let me go back ten seconds. All right, here we go. So you didn't notice this. I, I, I'm I'm shocked. I'm gonna share this with you. Well, maybe if I see it again, it'll jog yeah. my memory. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see it right now. Hold on, here we go. Okay, I'm gonna put no volume on. Okay, so for the people, I'll just talk it through. All right, let me just center this real quick. So I want you to pay attention. Here we go. So Von Wagner is coming down the aisle, right? Yeah. See him with a stupid manager. Now take a look to the right where the guys. See that? Oh. A who lady. The f- who the fuck is that? Who is that? I don't know. In that section. Now let's go back over here. Let's go back to the very beginning of this of this gimmick, right? In that same section, I don't know if I can I can pinpoint when they fucking throw him over the the fucking barricade. That was towards the end of the match, correct? I don't remember. Well, there's a group of guys sitting in this section right here. Mm-hmm. Where that girl was, and when uh, when Braun Breaker gets thrown over the top gimmick, those guys are all there to protect him. I don't want to protect the girl. Is she still t- there now? No. So they, they they're just sitting there, and then they replace those guys later with that one lady. With that girl, exactly. Okay. So that I guess that's the section where they put people that are going to be that are wrestlers or in yeah, the show, yeah. and then. Right, plant every, section. The plant section. There you go. That's exactly what. It's, Just call it garden center. But I didn't notice. But I I didn't notice that. I, I I was like, what? Who is that fucking hot, fit chick? Who obviously, you know, they wanted you to see her. So, the fact that you didn't see her, WWE didn't do its job. I'm just. Pointing I don't know. Out. Well, Media M Five clearly seems to know who she is. So why don't you who, tell who us? Who is she? Well, I'll wait on him, but let's talk about the match. Okay. So, so we got Andre Chase versus Von Wagner. Yeah. Bro, I got to tell you, man, and I mean this. Andre Chase is a really good. He's really good in the ring. I love his I love his, you know, his jabs, his snap punches. He throws his punches so good. He's so good at fucking selling. Um he's just like he's skinny and lanky, but he's fucking tough as fuck. You know what I mean? Bro, I fucking absolutely love Andre Chase, but I'm going to let you break down this match, bro. I just wanted to throw it out there. Oh, there's nothing to break down. I mean, it's just you're this is exactly what you'd imagine it would be. Andre Chase putting up a valiant fight, but he's going to get killed by this guy. Uh, That's kind of his role, you know. Andre Chase, the kind of guy that never needs to win a match. He will sometimes, but he doesn't need to. He can always get over. Um, But the interesting thing in this match, one of the things I don't like is when uh you know it's the wwe they they oversell stuff right and they pantomime too heavily so like there's the spot where 
Um, Bodie is out there getting at Robert Stone, and then Chase comes out there and then gets between them, and then uh, here comes the ridge with the punch, and Chase ducks, and Bodie gets hit, and then Chase has to, like, you know, oversell is like, oh, oh my god, oh, you know, and then Bodie's just telling him, just go win the match, win the right, match, right, and right. then he has to do that, the conflicted dilemma thing, which I just, this is so WWE, no one else does it. Well, every, all wrestling does it because they watch WWE and they, they think that's how it is, so. Did um, you like the punch? Punch is okay. I, um, uh, I have a little clip here of the actual Ow! Roadhouse. That was a punch. Yeah. That's pretty much how it went. So, um, but yeah, so that this, this, his, his conflicted hesitation leads to, uh, him losing the match to whatever finisher that he uses. <coughs> it's, it looks like Okada's heavy rain move. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Oh, I was coughing. Uh, his head, who, what? Heavy, what? Uh, Okada has a move called Heavy Rain where it starts as like he only does it sometimes, but it starts as like a fireman's carry and then it he flips it and turns it into a suplex. So that's what okay. would look like the ridge did. Um, so uh, you like this match? It was what it needed to be, I suppose. Okay, fair enough. Uh, of course, I would have rather Andre Chase gone over strong with his own finish and. Who what cares about finish? the ridge? But uh, what is I don't this know. finish? Andre Chase's finish is um. It's like it. It kind of looks like uh, uh, like a hammerlock clothesline or something. Like um, the Chase Owens does it. He calls it the jewel heist, okay. or uh, somebody else does a move like that. that I forget, but it's something like that. It's very. If he ever does win, it's that. Well, one day he will. We we all hope. He he's beat somebody on that. You know, two hundred five live or uh, the level up show. Oh, okay. Oh. It looks like we're in a one-on-one -on -one conference here with uh, Nikita Lyons. Now, Nikita, uh, you had a big debut on NXT last week, um, but you didn't get a match this week. How do you feel about that? Well, let me tell you something. All right, I'm a thug. You see the way I talk? Mm-hmm. I'm fucking tough. I know karate's. I, I do I do nunchucks and splits. So I'm all good. And that bitch, that bitch calls me out. Look at these titties. Everybody talking about my ass. Hmm. I'm about to hit you with that ass. I'm gonna beat your ass. Trick Williams, is that you behind there? What no. Hello? What happened? Uh I believe Trick Williams attempted to pose as Nikita Lyons for an interview here exclusively on the Next Level 2.0 Wrestling Review. They ruined her. Already? I go to her Instagram at least six times a day. In the morning only. And then I do it again in the afternoon and again at night. And she does she does a couple of lives. And she's very fucking charismatic. She's like she She talks like a hood chick, though. Like, I guess that's that's the way she is. Um, this was a very scripted promo, and I could tell she was reading off of cue cards. Mm -hmm. Man, just like I, all of her vignettes leading up to this. Yeah, and they kill it. Like they kill her. They they can kill her that way. Just let her be her. Give her a couple of bullet points. Just let her talk. And if she doesn't say the right thing, just fucking reshoot it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they just don't trust people like that, Ray. It, it, it takes some time before they will trust somebody. 
And, uh, you know, I know it's easy for fans to say, like, just let them go. Just let them do it. Just let whatever. It go. And, uh, and that's, that's a good point. But then, you know, I think they're a little more, for example, on, uh, NWA, you know, uh, they're a little more free form with their interviews there and some of the people i start to understand after they've been at the podium talking for a few minutes i'm like i understand why wwe wants to script certain people's promos i don't agree with it but i understand it um media m5 media m5 chimes in says nikita is like a combo of uh, a female's 80s action woman star uh usa had the show la femme nikita plus china Rat- Cynthia Rothrock. Rothrock. Cynthia Rothrock. I can't see it. You remember Cynthia, Cynthia Rothrock? Um, that's is that La Femme Lakita? No. Who's Cynthia Rothrock? She did a bunch of martial arts movies like China O'Brien and some I other ones. Her. I, I oh. do not remember her. I do not remember. Well, her. anyway, uh, the, the 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 key thing here is that Nikita invites herself on lashing out mm-hmm. with Lash Legend. Oh God. So they'll they'll settle. I thought we were done with this shit. We were, but then Nikita brought it back. So got it. Blame her. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the main event. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Gangster Rapper Posse Member. Mr. Gangster Rapper Posse Member. We get Trick Williams and uh, what's this? What's, what's the fucking guy? Carmelo Hayes. Dude, I loved. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That plays so perfectly into what I want to get into in a second. The way that you just said, was this fucking guy, Carmelo Hayes? Trick. No, it's Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes. Um, this is for the North American ch- uh, Championship, apparently, allegedly. And uh, we have the two boys, uh, the two guys uh, going in, uh, and they're going to face. Uh, they're gonna face uh the 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 uh the bruiser weight you can you can talk um. so what i have here in my notes is um the two most boring guys in nxt have a boring match that's my whole notes what what do you mean who's boring well Carmelo Hayes and Pete Dunn, obviously. You think Carmelo Hayes is boring? I was. This is what I wanted to ask you. Go ahead, bud. When Carmelo Hayes was in the breakout tournament, you really put him over. Uh, you were a big fan of Carmelo Hayes, apparently. Big fan. And and then um, you know, so I was just kind of like a little lukewarm on him, taking a wait and see approach. Okay, now here, all these months later, he's been the North American champion for a while. He's got this match with Pete Dunne. Match kind of sucked. I want to ask you where you're at with Carmelo Hayes here. And the reason it's pertinent, the way you said, who's the fucking guy, uh, uh, Carmelo Hayes. Like, that's kind of like the way I feel about it. But you used to be high on him. Now, all these months later, where are you at with Carmelo Hayes? Are you higher on Carmelo Hayes? Lower on Carmelo Hayes? The same on Carmelo Hayes? You're the only person that likes him in the whole world besides Trick Williams. So that's why I come to you to to get your appraisal because I can't give a fair and unbiased criticism of Carmelo Hayes. I just he does nothing for me and I don't see anything they could do with him that ever would make me care. 
Uh, so I, I want to see, is that just me or is there something to that? Um, I'm a little lower on Carmelo Hayes now. Interesting. But it's for a reason that you probably don't get or you wouldn't uh, understand. I, I want I want to. I want to try. It's because the guy that he walks down the aisle with is outshining him in every way, character-wise. Trick Williams is fucking great at what he does. Um, Trick Williams is the star of this team, of this little faction, you would say. Little things like Carmelo Hayes has the picture of Pete Dunn with the X through it on his shirt. He takes it off, right? And he steps over it. So I, I say, let me see what Trick Williams does behind him in the background. And he goes and he starts stomping it. You know what I'm saying? Little things like that. Beautiful. This guy could be a great manager. Or he could be just a great talent in the ring. I've seen him enough in the ring to know that the kid has talent. He's athletic. He's, he's, he's great. And I think Trick Williams could be either a bad guy or a good guy. But I think eventually he would get over better as a babyface. Trick Williams. He's super charismatic. Like his his charisma, he he oozes charisma. I hate using those those silly terms and shit. He outshines Trick Williams. I mean a Carmelo Hans. See, look, he 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 outshines Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony. I can't even remember the guy's name. What's his name? Anthony Edwards. What's his name? Champ? Carmelo Hayes. It's the same as this. Um, you know when you're outside, really, and it's really, really dark, and you're looking for your buddy, and you have one of those big flashlights, and you fucking shine the flashlight on the person, all you see is the shadow? That's what Carmelo Hayes is. He's just a shadow. And the light? That's Trick Williams. Hmm. I know that's a stupid analogy, but that's kind of like what I see. Um. Carmelo Hayes is even. He's a good worker. He's okay. Um, he looks like a million dollars. But this kid right here, this kid next to him, looks like a million dollars. He has a million dollar character. And I think eventually they're going to split up. Carmelo Hayes will probably, will probably be the, the, the heel. And Trick Williams will eventually be the babyface, I think. I hope. Um, so yeah, Carmelo Hayes is a, a good guy, a mid, a good mid card guy. You can throw a twenty four seven championship on him or a, a U.S. title, I guess. Um, but Trick Williams, that kid is going to be special. He just needs to gain, uh, work on his legs a little bit, get a little thicker down there, uh, maybe put on a little more muscle. But that kid is. He reminds me of the kid from uh from what's it what's the tag team the the guys with the red cups, Street Profits. Street Profits. Uh, what's the the real popular kid that everybody like the Rock was putting over? Uh, oh yeah, the Rock said he'd be a big star in this business. Montez Ford. Montez Ford. Well, I'm gonna come in, and I'm no I'm no fucking Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> and all he had to do to get the Rock to put him over. Well, was to yeah, it was to give the rock a tonsillectomy through his butt. Oh yeah, which you know I, I've heard rumors that the rock likes that for men, but neither here nor there. 
Um, I'm going to go on, on record and saying that I think Trick Williams is going to be fucking special. And Carmelo Hayes will fade into uh, mid-card status and then just be released in two years. That's why I feel. Now tell me how I'm wrong. I won't tell you how you're wrong. I'll just tell you how I see it differently. You are thinking that you are enjoying Trick Williams' performance as a contrast to Carmelo Hayes. For me, what's happening, I think, is that I'm not appreciating Trick Williams enough because Carmelo Hayes is so boring I that see. just him being associated with Trick makes me not want to pay attention to either of them. And that's not fair of me. So, while I think you are correct, now I have to adjust my perspective on it every time they're on the screen and make sure that I see all those little things and not not let Mello drag Trick down. Uh, uh, do you that's think what I have to do. Do you think eventually it's time to... Uh... Execute Order 66. You know what that Wipe is? them out, all of them. You know, just just tear this thing apart. Well, no, because they're two douchebag heels, and who's going to be the face in that situation? I think Trick Williams is going to be a face. He will be, but it's going to be weird because he's annoying. You know what I mean? Like, like so it's is Montez Ford. <laughs> Montez Ford is fucking really annoying. People yeah, but him, he though. he never. But Montez Ford at no point in his career was ever a heel. He never. He never acted dickish to anybody. He never he never like did two on one beatdowns of people or stuff like that. He was always about having fun and good matches. What is it, right? Our truth. Our truth has been a heel. Yes. And he so, he's so, an, and, he, and he's annoying. But he is Well, he's the, annoying now, but he was serious then. For a short time he was, but remember he he, he went from that to little Jimmy. And he went from little Jimmy to a, just a confused guy that just pops up into into random matches, and he's very annoying, but super like people fucking love him. This kid has, I think, all of not all of our truth's physical gifts, but he has a modicum of them, which is enough to get over. I think he has the the same amount, if not, hear me out, more. Uh, I think he can be more, even more charismatic. And don't you know that in pro wrestling, you don't need to be a great wrestler because what does Rip Rogers say about, you know, about character? I don't know. What does he say? Oh, man. Fucking fat ass. Basically that you get over with character. And, and this kid has character. He doesn't have to be fucking... Uh, one hung low from from Chinese karate wrestling, New Japan. This kid's gonna get over with character, and he has and he has physical gifts, and he's tall, and he's. I, I think this kid's the total package, man. He just needs to to keep you know stay in NXT for a little while. Keep keep. He needs to sit under somebody's learning tree. I don't know who it would be, but he needs to sit with somebody to teach him how to bring out even more. Help him get like I said. Help him get stronger physically. He needs like I said. Uh, before he needs to gain a few few pounds of muscle but not so much that he's going to uh it's going to slow him down physically even though i don't think he needs to do all the flippity doodahs i don't know man this kid i i just see something really special in this kid man and i, I like him a lot and carmelo hayes is eh, the cookie cutter hmm 
Well, you can just remember that this is all documented that Ray said the opposite things about these guys back when they first came out. Right, but that but isn't that but hey, I I you're right, 100%. But I have the right to change my opinion based on watching this every single week and learning from what I'm watching. I'm not going to be a dickhead and be like, "Oh, well, I'm going to stand by and Carmelo Hayes is the fucking best thing." I still think Carmelo Hayes is good. Do not get me wrong. But you can switch Carmelo Hayes out with three guys on that roster to do that same gimmick and it would all be the same you can take uh what's this kid from uh from impact wrestling uh that does the rapper gimmick uh shit god damn it i can't remember his name the guy that was wrestling um you know the 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 guy that was like junkyard dog he's still Uh, willie mac yeah willie mac what was his tag team partner Swan, Rich Swan, Rich Swan. You could take Rich Swan and throw him in this role. You don't think that it'll, it'll be the same shit? It'll be the same thing. It's the same guy. Oh, you're saying? Oh, you're saying Rich Swan is the same as Trick Williams? Yep. Same shit. Hmm. Same shit. But this I don't know kid, about that. But, uh, but this kid, Trick Williams. But this kid, not not tr- what? Wait, I'm saying. All right, forget it. Huh? I'm confusing myself. All I'm saying is that you can take somebody else with the same athletic build. You can find a dozen of these guys on the indies right now, do that same character, and it'll be the same shit. I don't think you can find too many other guys to do what this kid was. This kid, this kid can do. Oh, okay. Trick Williams, when it comes to character, can't. Well, speaking of character. Mello says at the end, he makes the announcement that there's going to be a ladder match at Stand and Deliver. Now, shouldn't, as a heel, uh, shouldn't he be upset about that? <laughs> when has a heel champion ever been happy or, or proud to announce that they're about to be in a dangerous match for themselves? Doesn't every heel with a belt never want to ever wrestle? Right. They, they, they want to just have the belt and never wrestle, right? Yep. And he's over here like, it's going to be a ladder match. Like... Why would you want that? That's bad for you. It's very so bad. So he doesn't even know who the fuck his character is. Nope. That's how bad Carmelo Hayes is right now. Not good. And it's Trick should have been there. He should have been right there being like, dog, that's like, bad. Don't, that's, you don't do that. What would have been funny is if Carmelo Hayes says, you want this title in a ladder match? How about a last man standing match? How about... I take this belt and I defend it in a steel cage match. Well, you ain't getting none of that. What that's getting, all it is. And that's, that's all, all it's going to be. be. You, or he could be like, you're going to get a regular match. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. That would that would have gotten over. Would, that would have blown Jonathan Gresham's mind if he got <laughs> who a regular match. The announcer from, from, the, the announcer from WWE? Yes. He's wrestling? No. no. Who's Jonathan you're Gresham? Of, you're thinking of Todd Grisham. I'm Todd th- Grisham. I'm talking about Jonathan Gresham. Who's that? Uh, so that's our show for NXT right. uh, 2.0. Yep, it is. But who is Jonathan Grisham? Who is that? The Octopus. They have an octopus wrestling? Yeah, his name's Jonathan Gresham. Hold on. They taught an octopus how to wrestle, and they named him Jonathan Gresham. Jonathan 
And he's the Ring of Honor champion. Spells last name Gresham. Oh shit! I've never seen this guy in my life. See this guy, Jonathan Gresham. See that yeah, guy? You know. See that guy right there? Yeah, that's him. You put him and give and put put the uh, the the Carmelo Anthony gimmick on him. Same thing. Did he wrestle similar? No. Oh. How about Jay Lethal? No, Jay Lethal's his own thing. Jay Lethal's like a regular guy. That's his gimmick. He's Ric Flair. What are you talking about? Sometimes. And sometimes Macho Man. But in, in general, Jay Lethal's gimmick is a regular guy. Well, listen. I got a whole bunch of Xbox to play. A lot of Xbox. I got to hook this big old TV up. Have it right here. I'm strong. I can pick that up with one arm. Should I do an unboxing? I think you already did. Oh, I love unboxing. You did, you did, you did a, an analog unboxing with still photos. I did. I was going to do it like a legit unboxing, but I was like, fuck this shit. It's going to take too much time to have to edit it. Fuck that. Picture, picture, picture. I have one. You don't. Anyway, Vet, uh, what are you doing uh, this week? Oh, me? Well, you know, uh, probably another impact attack later. And um, Wait, today? No. Or this week? Just later this week. And then uh, uh, in between that and uh, doing a little, I've been doing a little more Twitch streaming lately. Um, thanks to all the guys that come and hang out. Uh, media, I'm not going to be on Twitch today since you're asking. Uh, I got too much New Japan to catch up. It's the start of the New Japan Cup, everyone. It's a big field this year. 48 people. Is that Who's going to be the New Japan Cup winner out of this field of 48? Is that good? It's big. Oh. It's so big. And and if you would if you think in a tournament format 48 is not a regular uh amount of entrance, right? It wouldn't match up with the brackets. That's because they've got a bunch of people that have buys. So there's a lot of people that have to qualify, and there's a lot of people that just get a first round buy for no reason. It must have all been random. Vet, what's the name of your uh, your Twitch, please, where they can find you? What the hell do you think it is? At Opinion Haver. That is the worst question anybody's ever asked well, in the history look, of mankind. Ben, uh, Aaron Blends Ben Shalomo. What is the name? Uh, he's Twitch not the that? first. He's not the first that asked. <laughs> there are many people that ask what my Twitch is, which goes to show that when I say. At Opinion Haver everywhere at the end of every show, you guys have already logged off and gone about your day, which I respect. You know, who has time to listen to wrestling podcasts all the time? Nobody. Especially not at the end when the show's over. Uh, but sometimes there's information like what my Twitch name is, which is the same as my Twitter name, which is the same as my Instagram name, which is the same as my Xbox Live Gamer tag, if I still had the account. You know what you Opinion should do? Haver. You should actually just change your name. Should I just, just change it to opinion haver? Opinion. Will oh, be you, oh, you mean my shoot name? Like yeah. I should go to the courthouse and do the paperwork. Yeah. Why not? Because that's a pain in the ass. Opinion haver everywhere, and then you show you even my social security card, even my driver's license, and like it's legit everywhere. My job ID, opinion haver. If you wear an ID, I don't know. Anyway, well, ladies and gentlemen, 
like I've said uh, multiple times today, I would love you guys to please join me and Colin later tonight at 10.30 p- 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Ridiculously Random Podcast. Again, we're here every every uh, Wednesday night. We would love you to go off over to your, um, you, um, what is it? Ridiculously Random Pod dot what is it? So, no, I'm sorry. Twitch.tv backslash your ridiculously random pod, or just search your ridiculously random pod, not podcast pod, on Twitch. Do it. Don't listen to this guy. Or what you can do is this. Just tune right back in here later tonight. This week, me and Colin will be talking about top five regrets, our regrets, top five things we would change from the past. What are yours? Head over to yourrandompod at gmail.com and send us an email. Or just email us with your uh, ideas for your favorite top fives, whatever you want to do, news topics, so on and so forth. We will dump them in the mail sack and read them at the end of the show. So, Vet, with that being said, my friend, is there anything you want to say to the people before we say goodbye? Yes, Sir Jam is asking if we can get a bigger picture of Gigi because he's under the impression that that picture up there is Gigi Dolan when in fact it is none other than Nikita Lyons. It's Nikita Lyons, man. But can you get the picture bigger anyway? Uh, No, that's as big as it gets. I don't think that's true, but... Well, I mean, I can get the picture bigger. Yeah. You know what? Just for you, as we sign off... Sir Jam. It's fair enough. Um, this is the picture. I'm going to share this right now with you. Dun, 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 dun. All right. I'm sharing this with you guys. This is only for the people that are watching live. Okay. And this is the picture I'm using right over her. Is that, oh, wait. You know what? Let me take this down. I, I want to cover the ass here. Does that work out for you guys? Hmm? Is that how we're going off the air? You can't top it. Ladies and gentlemen, I always say... Oh my God! Oh my God! What the f- Oh my God! What the fuck just happened? What do you mean what happened? What are you blind? Jesus! I wasn't going to hit that. Like I always say, I would do this for a living, but if I couldn't, I'd do it anyway. Why? Because I love talking wrestling. And the words of the legendary Bill After. We'll see you at the matches. See you guys. Love you. See you guys later. That'll be great. Don't listen to Vet. He will steer you the wrong way. Oh my God, what the fuck just happened? What do you mean what happened? What are you, blind? Jesus!